0: You're listening to DraftKings Network. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast in the first segment. Oh man, we are first of all, we're kind of mobile, right? We're we're, we're in different locations. We're remote right now, but we still doing a hot podcast for you. And guess what we talk about? We talk about Carlos Cordero saying bye bye. Oh, and it gets real greasy, kind of like Hope Solo quote tweeting and tagging <laughs> Julie Foudy, just like that, but for an entire segment.
1: Exactly. And in the second segment, we are joined uh, by Luis Miguel Echegaray of Sports Illustrated. We talked to him in studio. This We recorded this last week uh, while we were in studio, still before the lockdown, and we talked to him about uh, working with Grant Wall. We talked to him about uh, being Peruvian and covering the Peruvian national team and Peruvian players in MLS. We have, uh, we have a big... Uh, it's a Strong Latino gang episode. All right, so you're gonna enjoy so all this and more today on the
2: Ni no me dices. The rompen con Mo Rodriguez. You better tune up. Apúntense.
1: That's it. We don't need another one. That was perfect. Yeah, baby! What? what? Oh. Whoa! <laughs> Look at... Cool. Okay. I'm fucking around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little cause for concern. Your boy's dying. <laughs> <laughs> a little cause for concern. I'm glad we are, uh, you know, quarantined at the moment. Because otherwise, if you were next to me, I'd be running out of the room, Alexis oh, buddy, I'm self-quarantining. They said we need everyone to
0: go home. I say, no problem.
1: <laughs> I've been there the whole time.
0: <laughs> I've been begging people to get the fuck out of my way for years.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, the dreams have come true for the for the laziest of, uh, of, of people in the world. Uh, so
0: This is it. This is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> for those of us who know how to drive, <laughs> this is a godsend. <laughs> right? Now, I know we're not supposed to be out there, but I'm just cruising around New York City, <laughs> completely unabated, <laughs>
1: just doing donuts in Times Square. Oh nice. yeah, dude. It's like vanilla sky. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome uh, to the show. Welcome. This is uh, look, we're, we're, we're trying to make the most of it. We're trying to be uh, happy. And just in case uh, this might be the first time uh, you're listening uh, to us, uh, my my name is Christian Polanco. That's right, it is,
0: and I'm Alexis Guerrero. And also, where you been?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, buddy?
0: Uh, Damn! It took a goddamn pandemic for you to find us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just crazy. I mean, it's uh, you know what? If that's the case, uh, we're gonna need more pandemics. I'll be honest. Okay, we're trying to get Bro, these numbers gonna- up. <laughs> Let's get a pandemic going around sweeps week. Am I right? (laughs) Okay. Ratings are important. Uh,
0: (laughs) Okay. We on TV now, player.
1: (laughs) Okay. You're going to need to stick with us a little bit more than that. All right. Uh, So, hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome uh, to the show. We are the Cooligans. all right? We are your favorite stand-up comedians uh, that host the funniest soccer television show and the funniest soccer podcast uh, that you have ever viewed or listened to that's right but it's not just that christian it also happens to be the gulliest okay the gulliest show you've ever heard seen <laughs> been 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 followed by all right and we, we should add to the list the least corona corona est okay that's right yo we are sans coronavirus <laughs> son okay some of them other soccer podcasts full of corona all right you don't even want yo, it near yeah. you
0: <laughs> oh you hit download you don't even know what you're downloading bro
1: <laughs> risky you know okay you need to we're getting you that that corona free seal of approval all right, so that's uh, right.
0: The only fever we got is CCL fever, my guy.
1: <laughs> okay, are we spreading that to everybody? Okay, uh, <laughs> you get a little,
0: and <laughs> you get a little. I'm contagious, son.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, just so uh, so just uh, to, to lay the groundwork of what's going on for to, you know to a couple to a couple people who may not know what's going on. So the what you're listening to right now is the Cooligans podcast, and this is not aired on television. We are we we. We taped uh, one episode, one hour of our show, it was essentially 48 minutes, uh, with, uh, with our guest that's on the podcast today, Luis Miguel Chagaray of Sports Illustrated. But we only taped one episode, so we're doing this uh, this podcast for uh, for you know for our podcast fans. People still appreciate the podcast, so this is uh, something that you are getting exclusively on the podcast and that is not on the television show. Uh, and uh, so but you can still watch uh, uh, you know the, the episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays on Fubo Sports. So uh, make sure you do that because especially this Thursday is going to be uh, an episode that will not be a podcast uh, or at least a majority of it. Uh, Will, uh, which is a, a lot of footage from um, the stuff we did in Costa Rica. Uh, so that there's a lot of food stuff. So you kind of need to see what we're talking about and eating. And we had a bunch of great Costa Rican food, uh, a lot of plantains. Uh, so, so that that all that stuff is going to be on television. So make sure you watch that on Thursday at 8 p.m. on Fubo Sports Network. So, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to get that stuff out of the way so people understand exactly what's going on. So uh,
0: you have no idea how confused people are that Christian's the one talking about food right now. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Baffled. Yeah, it, it is very odd. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, look, obviously, uh, the coronavirus is, uh, is hot right now. Okay. It, it is uh, it's taking over all your, your Twitter trends. It is all over the news. Uh, it's taken away your soccer uh uh it's taken away our soccer right and it's uh it, it it's obviously a, a frustrating uh time right now if uh, you know because you're probably
0: I don't think it's frustrating. I hope everyone can kind of understand why this is happening.
1: Well, yeah, I mean it doesn't shouldn't it doesn't lessen the frustration. Uh it's uh you know, being stuck at home is difficult for for a lot of people. Uh it it's weird for, at least for me. I'm like uh I, I haven't been as anxious as I, I sort of expected. Um, you know, I've been kind of burying myself in, in work and, uh, you know, and being emotionally distant from my girlfriend. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's what gives me strength. Uh, so. It's old
0: hat, dude. <laughs> at this point, you're a pro.
1: <laughs> no, we, we, we're not at each other's throats or anything. We're trying to or make it work. We're, we're finding, you know, our own uh, uh, strengths. We're using our strengths To like maintain some sense of sanity, you know, like when, uh, when if she needs to work out and and and, you know the 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 casting is not working on the television, uh, you all the I I handle all the the tech issues, anything that requires you come
0: in, you pop in for it, you pop in, be like, yo, have you turned it on and off (laughs) again? Because I know you haven't turned me on in weeks, and then you have that argument. That's
1: right. Well, I look, I I sneak in the subtle, you know, digs, uh, (laughs) about how she's destroying our religion. Relationship, but uh, uh right. but I still do just, I just
0: you drop it in every once in a while. Nothing a little <laughs> nothing heavy-handed, you know.
1: Hey, I'm not a monster, okay? <laughs> you know, you gotta massage it in there a little bit. <laughs> so uh uh yeah, so we're making it. We're making it work. How are you and D holding up? How are you doing it? It's great, you know.
0: Unfortunately, she works at a hospital, so for her, this is like she's at war, and this is just like all those uh letters. Uh, you 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 saw sent to uh, the the significant others as soldiers were at war. Oh yeah, you know yeah. A dearest, you know dearest Gwendolyn. You know, <laughs> yeah. but if you would have ever seen the letter from the other side, it would have been like, "Yo, everything's chill. I ate all the Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how long were we supposed to have them for?
1: <laughs> yeah, when can
0: I have one of the fifty-five Mexican cokes I purchased <laughs> in preparation for today? That's yeah. kind of how I run." the house here, you know.
1: I get it. I get it. Yeah, you're not the just the, you're not the damsel at home just waiting for the you know the the the, the guy at war. Uh, you're just not uh, at all. You know, just you, you know, just covered in uh, uh, cinnamon rolls. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> I'm just the, quickly
0: the, trying to vacuum up all the Dorito <laughs> dust so no one knows what happened.
1: <laughs> That's right. Okay, you know, you uh, maintain the home, of course. Uh, so it's just a little different. You know, it's a little different
0: than most people. I think.
1: Yeah. So obviously it's, it, yeah, it's, it's crazy. This is one of the, the, the most surreal, uh, experiences that, that I think, uh, humanity, uh, at least our, our generation has, has experienced. And look, we can, we can, uh, uh, direct our anger at, uh, you know, at the, the orange man on television, who's always saying the wrong thing over and over, or we can, uh, you know, uh, do what we can to, uh, to help out. Right. And obviously, by staying home, you are, you are helping humanity. You're helping the, the, you know, uh, l- less people suffer. And now that, uh, we, you know, we're seeing more of it now. I mean, like I, I think just a couple weeks ago when all the stuff was going on in China, uh, and, and then even Italy, you, it, you, you, you might read an article and see that it said, uh, you know, what's going on and like uh, the coronavirus and whatever, but it all felt so distant. Uh, and now you're seeing like people you know, Americans, you know, tweeting out images and videos of like, of the, of themselves coughing and being like, yo, this is what it is. This is what we're, this is why you have to stay home. Like, uh, some of the, some of the details of like what's going on and of like the symptoms themselves are, are really scary. And, and it's, it it might not be a thing where, uh, people can't uh, recover from it. And, and like, cause I don't think that's necessarily the issue when it comes to younger people, obviously, or people who are not, uh, uh, immunocompromised. But when you see, you know, we, we have a friend, uh, a comedian friend that, uh, c- contracted, uh, the disease and, and, you know, hearing him kind of describe what's going on, it's, it, it's scary. And you like, you, 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 it's just like a, a, a painful respiratory in, infection that, uh, c- you know, that could, that's debilitating. So when you hear stuff like that, you're like, all right, uh, I gotta, I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta stay home. Uh, make sure I'm, not, I, I, you know, you don't contract the disease. Make sure you don't share it. Uh, and especially
0: because uh, uh, we're talking about Noah, whose wife is pregnant.
1: Oh, I didn't know Alyssa was pregnant. Yeah, Noah. So Noah Savage. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a comedian in, in New York, uh, and Alyssa Wolf is is his wife. I didn't even know that uh, she was pregnant. So obviously, uh, all this stuff is scary, man. Uh, and you don't want any, you don't want anyone to uh, suffer. And just and Noah's like, what well, well, how old is Noah? He's probably like thirty five. He can't even. He's not even that old. Um,
0: yeah, he played professional basketball in Europe for a little bit. Like right? he's, uh, you know, I mean, he's, I, he's probably not in the best shape in the world now. But you know,
1: yeah, but um, it could get anybody. He's He's just
0: one of those people that, yeah, it could, it could happen to anyone. I mean, I, you know, I don't know exactly what he does for a living. He's not as active a standup. He still is, but not as active as he was before he was doing it full time before. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean it just goes to show like I think they the last report was if you were on the subway in the last two weeks, you're potentially exposed to it like this literally you know like New York City is one of these areas, oh oh, can something spread by being near people? Sure well, where this is New York City, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, so just assume we all have it, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, uh so. It's scary, obviously. So, uh, we're all trying to uh, cope and, and, uh, you know, realistically, like, being stuck at home is a a good situation uh, compared to what some other people are are going through and you, you know, you don't want hospitals to be overwhelmed. Uh, You don't want, like, what's happening in Italy where doctors are trying to decide who gets, uh, you know, uh, respirators and and who 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 basically gets to live. Uh, It's like
0: wartime, you know, you go in the hospital, they're deciding, do you get help or not? Do you live or die? It's yeah. crazy. And the the rumor is, is that not the rumor. I mean, you know, all experts are saying we're only 10 days away from that. Um, and, you know, my wife who works in a hospital is, is, you know, uh, sort of signaling the same. Um, you know, all of this is. Not you know not this isn't gonna go away soon and and how it's impacted soccer, needless to say is the tenth out of ten you know uh things on the list to worry about, but you know that is who we are this is what this show is for uh luckily, we have a fan base that's sort of. You know become accustomed to us going off Script and not talking About soccer for long periods of time uh, So we may need To lean on that in the next few weeks because what <laughs> We don't want to do is stop giving You guys content you know we haven't missed a Wednesday Since we started and we don't Want to do that now um, yeah. You know like you know, this is going to be a, a sort Of a, a living breathing document as, as As we used to say in the corporate world Like you know these things can change But we are our plan is right now And we've had meetings with the network um over Skype uh our plan is to continue uh to do the show we're trying to find ways to do it remotely christian is living in in new jersey i'm living here in new york city there's not a way where we can do it in the same room uh so we're going to try to find a way to do it remotely in the next couple of weeks uh but we just want you to know that we love you we want you to stay safe uh we want you to be healthy we want you to not go outside don't make other people sick even if you're carrying it um and you know just uh just try to be like a good citizen right now that's all we can hope for because like you said the orange dude on tv yo my man ain't helping us you know what i mean yeah like we're dead ass on our own uh so um you know the governor of new york uh, new york state just said that uh they brokered a deal uh for, with a testing facility to get up to five thousand tests per day um so that's that's gonna uh, help out the city a lot and i hope that the cities that all of you guys are in are either seeing what we're going through seeing what italy's going through and preparing or you're doing it yourself because yo like get ready
1: exactly so uh yeah and like uh like alexis mentioned uh we we have not missed a wednesday in in nearly five years and uh you know a little pandemic is not gonna stop us from uh, being consistent uh we're if keep- christian can
0: find high-speed internet and the In the slums, I, ho- I hope you're not offended <laughs> by that, of Dominican Republic, in the hood of the DR, if I can be in a castle in Ireland and convince them to give me the Wi-Fi password for the high-speed Wi-Fi they use versus the garbage they give me, <laughs> then I promise you we can continue to do this even if I were to end up somehow getting sick somehow, and I'm not even saying with Corona, just somehow we will still find a way to do this. I promise you that nice. that is my promise to you. At
1: the very least we'll exhaust all options. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, there's still, uh, a, a, a ton, uh, going on, uh, in soccer that we, uh, clearly have to get to. Um, and I think, uh, we should probably start, um, should we start with Carlos Cordero? Uh, who? <laughs> the <laughs>
0: former president and now works for Breitbart, if I'm not mistaken.
1: People are saying it like, uh, like uh, Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Uh, who?
0: Mike Jones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who?
0: Carlos. <laughs> Imagine he just starts rapping out his phone number. Oh, the tweets, the text he would get. Um, yeah, I jokingly said he's going to get a job at Breitbart. I don't think. Uh, you know, all jokes aside, I don't think, uh, this is the situation. You're the president, right? Uh, and we're talking about the president of us soccer. Uh, you won the election, right? Uh, no one heard from you during the election. You decided to go straight to the people that were going to vote for you versus the court of public opinion, which was the mistake that call Martino made. Uh, you get the, th- you get the vote. Everyone's like, nah, he's Wait, just on, the same. Mis-
1: you, you think that was Martino's mistake? He didn't, he didn't politic well enough.
0: Yeah. Okay. He spent the time trying to earn the court of public. He came on our show to talk about it, bro. You and I, you and I ain't got no vote. Our fans ain't got no vote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like yeah. I love the guy. I don't know how much I love, we have, to, uh, you know, on the election, but, uh, but I get like it. Eric
0: Winalda, right. You know, he had money behind him, but he didn't go to the people that were going to vote. Meanwhile, you know, they're having like secret dinners, at uh Skeletta, remember? Uh you know, and that guy yeah. from Jersey's like, Hey, I'm voting for the girl. You know, remember that guy? <laughs> <laughs> that idiot. Yeah. I that- can't believe he's in charge of people. <laughs> anyway, um that Carlos Cordero did all that. You know, he was a smart. Uh, I still think uh, I can't remember her name now, but I still think she was a uh, a sort of Manchurian candidate, you know, put there to sort of upset people and, and keep the focus away from what's really happening, which is Carlos Go- Cordero going out there, shaking hands, kissing babies. You know what I mean? They're like, please stop kissing my baby. The baby doesn't have a vote. <laughs> and he's like, this is what I'm supposed to do. OK. Um, and I think in the end, what happened is everyone's like, oh, he's he's the same as the other one. I, okay, but here's the thing. If you're the president, you got to take the fall when something terrible happens. This was one of the things where you you constantly see. And this is one of the things with American soccer, especially U.S. soccer. Like, you know, we love U.S. soccer, right? Like we love uh, the opportunities that they're giving kids across the country. And we're loving, uh, you know, we love uh, the, both of the squads, the men's and the women's national team, the youth clubs, the players, everyone. But when people have a complaint about it is that like, yo, you can't really say nothing, right? Because like you don't want them to get mad at you. And you know it's bad when everyone comes out and is just like, nah, this is trash. Yeah. And when this, when this when this um uh, when the lawsuit, when the documents for the lawsuit came out, and like you said, it sounded like a men's rights blog, uh, when that came out, that was it. Like people were like, We can't stand behind this. And most importantly, Coca-Cola was like, Yo, skirt, hold up. <laughs> like when the money when the money comes at you that's when shit changes and like the rumor we, was Coca-Cola when, when called him I think on Tuesday su- Wednesday he's like uh,
1: but when when, gr- when sugary drinks are telling you you're doing something wrong you do you did something uh, right? really wrong
0: <laughs> Coca-Cola's like dude we could strip rust off of a nail in five seconds <laughs> and we're still co- we're still asking people to drink but us. we're
1: concerned and, uh, about what you're doing to the country <laughs>
0: but what you're doing is fucked up <laughs> <laughs> And right now, I want to say that I legitimately have a case of Mexican Coca-Cola. I love Coca-Cola products. We're not here to besmirch the wonderful Coca-Cola products unless Pepsi wants to pay us, in which case we're shooting all the shade, dog. Uh, But uh, the truth is, is like Coca-Cola calls him and like releases a statement saying like, yo, we're all about women's equality and empowerment, and we expect our partners to be the same. And it seemed like minutes later, Carlos Gutierrez was like, hey, uh, completely unrelated to everything else that y'all might have. I'm deciding to step down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. If, and uh, if anyone was not aware of exactly what's going on, yeah, yes, Carlos Carlos, Cudera, president of U.S. Soccer, did resign uh, after uh, all, of, all of this stuff came out. But he did uh, put out a uh, an apology, a letter, uh, you know, w- with a resignation letter. And he did apologize. Um, but the, one of the main things that was very strange was that he he says, and I quote, he says uh, about, about the legal argument that they used about, you know, w- women not having having the same responsibility uh, as the, as the men's national team and all the other stuff. He says uh, it was unacceptable uh, and inexcusable. I did not have the opportunity to fully review the filing in its entirety before it was submitted. And I take responsibility for not doing so. This is ridiculous. I can't believe that though. This is one of the most ridiculous. You don't
0: have somebody, you don't have an admin, you don't have an, an intern Someone to say, like, hey, the whole world seems to be paying attention to this. Do me a favor read this and let me know if anything yeah. sounds like it was <laughs> written in the 20s <laughs> hey, hey
1: take a quick peek at this because I think you might want to see this <laughs> you, just know? Want, you
0: know what I'll send you the link to the file <laughs> why don't you do a little control F just do a little find <laughs> see if the word broads is mentioned <laughs> anywhere in there
1: that alone would have stopped all this from happening yes uh and and hearing uh you know I, I, the response to this letter the response to uh, the legal argument from from people uh um, within u.s soccer people who are uh, who you know former players um you know i know julie fowdy i know Herc gomez uh went off on espn fc uh about this stuff but this is uh julie fowdy is
0: is a big one Herc kind of goes after everyone right like Herc and taylor twelman taylor kind of surprised me but it, you know, her going after U.S. soccer is not a surprise at all. Right. Yeah. Former player for the men's national team. Very, very strongly opinionated. You know, it's part of his job at ESPN. He doesn't really. You know, when you're when you're with ESPN, you don't really have to glad hand as much because they're going to get the passes anyway. They're a partner for MLS. They're a partner for U.S. soccer. They're the rights holders. You know what I mean? Like you ain't yeah. really got to go crazy. Like, well, you know what you, I mean? To, to sort of kiss ass.
1: If you're a rights holder uh, for any league, you're, 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 you know, you're paying the money to be able to be like, I'm going to say what I want because I, I paid yeah. for this product to, to air on my, uh, on, on my network. So, uh, he, like he, some he, of you listening, when
0: you came off your parents, uh, family plan for the cell phone, remember how, remember how greasy you talked <laughs> at that Thanksgiving? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, we, I don't need to listen you don't to have a to word worry. you got to say, Mom.
0: <laughs> nah, this is this is trash, Mom. And none of us ever like your yams, right? <laughs> Enough with these trash-ass yams. <laughs> have you heard of salt? Yeah. You know? The whole how breezy
1: The whole family's been lying to you for 20 years, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I can say this.
0: I pay for my own cell phone. <laughs> also, is my laundry done? <laughs> <laughs> but th- right?
1: th- uh, after this- that's kind
0: of like what i Herc is like that. Yeah. But yeah. Julie Fowdy, Julie Fowdy is a big one because remember the rumor was, and then by the way, this all played out on her and hope solos Twitter. Uh, the yeah. rumor was that Julie Fowdy was somehow involved in the players deciding to vote as a block. If I remember correctly, like Judy Fowdy, uh Julie Fowdy had some sway in getting the players to vote for Carlos Cordero. So, her coming out and saying that was like a huge, like at least from if you're willing to accept that rumor, it was huge. And then Hope Solo decided to dispel the rumor and just straight up say it.
1: Yeah, because in the
0: gulliest way possible. Because
1: <laughs> Julie Fowdy did uh, after the video came out of her criticizing uh, everything that was going on uh, with U.S. soccer. Uh, Hope Solo uh, on Twitter said, uh, be part of the solution, not part of the problem, Julie Fowdy, elections matter. This was always the future when you voted to elect uh, Carlos Cordero and maintain the status quo in the US in the 2018 USSF election. And then Julie Fowley Fowdy comes back and she says, "Wait,
0: well, hold uh, on. If, if you didn't understand uh, what, what uh, Hope Solo uh, said, let me translate it for you. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? And I, I, for, I forgot this part. This was also part of the tweet. It says, quote, it should be harder to feign anger when you've done U.S. soccer's backroom bidding, end quote. That was from Hope Solo directly to, uh, you know what? I don't know if she's saying that directly to Julie Fadi. I'm going to assume so, but it, it, it. I think she's speaking oh, to no, yeah. she everybody right here.
0: She quote tweeted Julie Foudy. She's like, "I want to see I want her to see this, but I also want everyone who follows me to see this." <laughs> so, uh, and, and if I remember correctly, I think Hope Solo is
1: pregnant at the moment. She's pregnant with twins. So, they- bro, this with is- twins, dog? <laughs> okay. You going to catch six hands, Julie? <laughs> you don't want you don't want this, bro. Okay? So, <laughs> she and then Julie Foudy responded. She quote tweeted uh, Hope Solo. And she goes, this is fantastic, except that I didn't vote, nor have I ever sat on the athletes council. Don't belittle the great work these players do on that council either. It's not on their backs and stop saying it is. Point the finger where it should be pointed at U.S. Soccer. Good God. End quote. All right. So um, can you know, we can we analyze this, though? Yeah. OK, of course. Of course. OK, so
0: here's my question to you. Let's just go from Hope Solo's tweet. OK. Would you imagine that hope solo has enough inside information to trust what she puts? Or do you think she's just trying to start a fire? This doesn't seem like she's trying to start a fire. Well, she this to me is like, she has to have some inside information as to what happened. Not only was she running in the election, but she's friends with the overwhelming majority of the people in the players. Council. you would expect at the she has to have one person in there
1: I, who's I, like, yo. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I'm sure, I'm, yeah, I'm sure there is, right? I'm sure she has uh, some connection t- uh, to the Athlete's Council. I'm sure, uh, uh, obviously, she she ran for uh, for president of U.S. Soccer, so she had to interact with, uh, with the Athlete's Council regularly, most likely. Um, I, I also think Julie Fowdy probably has a lot of connections uh, to the Athlete's Council as well, but I don't know, uh, you know, she Yeah, obviously- but you
0: know what this is like? This is like... Uh remember Sheether when yes. Remy Ma put out all the information about uh Nicki Minaj? Yes. And then Nicki Minaj just came back and just kind of made fun of her. You know what I mean? Like she really didn't have any data of her own. She really couldn't defend or back up her own shit. Yeah, she just, like just put like, out you, like, a, your you career's
1: trash. Yeah. Basically you're not, you're not as good as me. And that was basically yeah. the, the, the con- that's kind of yeah.
0: what Julie Fowdy did. Right. Like she really didn't say anything. She tried to be like, Oh, Oh, is you calling the players council trash? You know what I mean? Like she tried to like, kind of like throw the, throw the shade elsewhere and yeah, walk yeah. away.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, I, I don't know. The only
0: thing she said is that she's never voted, but that doesn't—that wasn't the rumor. She did say vote in the tweet, you know. Yeah, Hope did, so, did say vote, but the
1: rumor is that she was over there, kind of like throwing her sway around. You know what I mean? So what I'm, I so I looked into this more of of like how like you know we were. You know, covering—is this the, what
0: you were doing instead of being emotionally <laughs> attached to your girlfriend?
1: <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Uh, <laughs> Hold on, I got to look up an election that happened years ago.
1: <laughs> but I was, I was interested because we we covered. Uh, you know, obviously we had Cal Martino on the show when he was running for uh the, for president of U.S. Soccer, so we were like kind of uh, enveloped in this information a, a lot more than we are now. Um, but I was I like, feel like we were a part of the election. I said, sure. Yeah. We, I mean, I voted for Cordero. Did you? Anyway. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Julie Fowdy made me. She had a, <laughs> she, she had she had a knife in my head my head What was I supposed, to what do? I supposed to do? <laughs> so, hey, yo, should we run for the next one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the the main, um, so I was looking into it more. And obviously, so what, it's interesting because when, as soon as um, Cordero resigned, as soon as the the arguments, the legal arguments came out, everybody, you know, it, it, everybody was very publicly and Grant Wall uh Put out a tweet I think he might have been one of the first people that I saw that said Carlos Cordero has to resign this is this is uh, unforgivable. this is you cannot get forward you can't in any negotiation you're not going to be able to move forward with anyone who who would put put out and defend this kind of argument. And then when we, uh, when so I was thinking when we were covering the, the U S soccer election, we were wondering when Carlos Cordero won, we were like, how, like, what is it? Of, you know, he, he is not a personality. He is not, he is not someone that people were like energized. He has no personality. He has no personality. It's, 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 mo- it's, incredible. The
0: motherfucker, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, sat through every women's world cup match. Sat through a political barrage, I mean, a, a, a PR barrage. Yeah of Megan Rapinoe's name and then at the award ceremony called her Megan Rapinoe, which is no one would ever, ever.
1: He might be the ever, only person who does
0: not know her name,
1: which is crazy. Ever.
0: Like if if her name was in the famous Key and Pilsky sketch where like A.A. run, they would have still, they would have been like, nah, man, you can only say Rapinoe. Like, what am I supposed to do?
1: Uh you know percent. I mean? yes yes uh so the so the we were oh, we were baffled at, at like how he won uh, um you know so easily and we were you had mentioned her name before Kathy Carter was really like the one that was everybody was like oh she's gonna get it because she's she's she has like uh, uh MLS's and and Don Garber's like support and then as soon as that kind of what wasn't happening uh everybody switched over to Carlos Cordero because he was like the next uh closest candidate so you, you start seeing like uh, um, that you know and these were the rumors right that that the reason the Athletes council voted for Cordero in the first place was because the 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 overwhelming influence from the other councils right and and like obviously like the executive I think executive council um, is the other the other uh, big one um, the so, so it, I, I, I should get the names the council's names correctly I that might not be right but the main thing is that like obviously MLS and don garber because he 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 sits on um he's the one of the heads of uh, soccer united marketing that they can they can influence the athletes very uh you know very like intentionally they could either like whether it's with jobs in soccer uh, uh jobs in media uh so we're just the like athlete, the old
0: school, like, Oh, what nice knees you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would well, be a real shame. The,
1: yeah, so it's, <laughs> it just feels like that the athletes council can't really make a decision on their own without fear of being penalized uh, in some way by, by, here's the thing though, it's because of the amount
0: of money. It's because of the amount of money they make. If If this was the NFL, they'd be like, I don't need no job. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a millionaire. Yeah. If this was the NBA, they'd be like, I don't need no job. You know what I mean? Like in, in MLS or American soccer, you know, that era is starting to kind of end a little bit, but um, you know, for the most part, as these players sort of get out, they have to figure out what to do next. You know, we've talked about players, you know, retiring from the league and then having to go get nine to five jobs after playing 15 16 years whatever it is 10 years as a professional soccer player you you don't have enough to retire off of that which you know you would assume in most of the sports in this country you would so They sort of have this. Hey, well, you know, now you're a part of the system. You know, you're no longer a player. Hey, you're a part of the machine now. You gotta vote the way we vote. You gotta, you know what I mean? Like talk the way we talk. And and we've we've had conversations with with people who were players and are now trying to get jobs, and they've they've been pretty open about like, yeah, I can't talk is openly as I used to before and you know which is you know no different than anyone any other corporate job you can't work for IBM and just go on podcast and be like yo IBM is trash dog you know
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's a uh, it's a little you know Carlos Cordero's uh, resignation is a shining a light on a lot of this stuff obviously Julie Fowdy and Hope Solo arguing with each other is you kind of want to see this because it, it, it explains again how soccer works and how US soccer why? Why are we in the position that we're in? Why did? Uh, why are the? You know? Why is U.S. soccer uh, fighting with the women the way they are? Why didn't the U.S. men make it to the World Cup? Like, there's so many problems. There's so much infighting. The people who do not agree on how soccer should be run. Uh, and 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 there's and there's clearly uh, a, a ton of money and influence. And, and it's difficult to you you can't. It's difficult to have progressive movements uh, within U.S. soccer. Just like what's going on. Bernie's struggling. Right. It, it, it feels like everything that you see uh, amongst your your peers maybe other maybe younger people it feels like yo the energy is wild for burning we're trying to get Medicare for all we're trying to do all these things and, and but as soon as it when it comes down to vote, it's like, nah, the people that really, uh, the you know, a, a, a strong, I don't want to say majority, but a strong co- contingent uh, of, of constituents that that are just like, nah, I just, I kind of, I don't want to rock the boat. I want things to be all right. I don't want, I don't want anybody mad at me. That's the, you know, I don't want to take any, I don't want to make any big changes. You know, that, that kind, that, that is really what feels like that, that, that moderate approach to either elections to on on, on in society it is is strong and it's difficult to combat that to to so that's why you know Kyle Martino was talking uh, you know he introduced his plan to have pro rel by 2030 and all these other things that that what if what you, when you're on Twitter it feels like everybody's talking about it and everybody wants it but the people who are not saying anything those are the people that are like nah oh, man I'm good with how things are I don't want to I don't want to rock this boat so uh and like
0: I kind of you know I mean, I show a little bit of, I can't show compassion for what was in that, uh, those trial documents. That's the court filings. That's absolute trash. I mean, I can't, and I, I you know, we've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Like even if we didn't have friends on the women's national team, even if we didn't have people that we can sit, that we've talked to and realize how amazing and incredible they are, even if we didn't find a way to connect with them based on their personalities and based on who they've been in the public eye, even if all of that, it, it it doesn't you know who you and i are at the core you and i have glaring differences in our personalities and uh, one of the many many ways where we're similar is we're both very open about how or at least we try to be as progressive as humanly possible when it comes to the the idea of human uh, you know human and, and women's rights and and women's equality and and we we try to support uh supporters groups that are based on like plastics plastics fc um You know, it's just this dope thing that sprung up. Some of the ladies that are that have started it um, are a part of gully squad. So we've kind of got to see it as it as it developed. Um, And it's just like it kind of like this is what I've always wanted for American soccer. We would always support this. We would always find a way no matter what you and I would be always supportive of the women in this team and and really any woman that is trying to fight for equal pay so immediately even if it it damaged relationships with any organization if you put something out like this that says the things that this court filing said you and I were the first to be like hell nah this is trash and not the first that, that I know I mean we would be immediate to say we were immediate to say and I'm really really happy to see how many people jumped on board and didn't matter and didn't care about sort of the repercussions possibly of coming out like they were just like no, we can't stand for this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly U.S. soccer just got this 100% wrong. And not, uh, you know, the, obviously the, the document is, is terrible and the argument is ridiculous. But the fact that Carlos Cordero was like, I, I didn't even read it it, it. it shows that there's, that the, the, the U.S. soccer is in complete disarray. There There's no one held responsible and there's nobody saying like, yo, I'm going to take the lead on this, right? It's like, why did Carlos Cordero want this job, right? That that's like the the question I have. Like, yo, if you not even you gonna, don't get paid. You don't get paid. But if you're if you're not gonna read the damn documents the, the, from from lawsuits, then yo, you don't even need to have this job. Like it, it, it's it, it's ridiculous that that uh. It's like w- w- what is the the if you want to be a leader, show leadership, right? You know, be the the you know not be the change, but like be lead by example. Yeah, this is this is what Mother
0: Teresa meant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like. You, you want to be a leader, lead by example, and and no, it it doesn't. May, maybe it's uh, look, and this is a, a, another issue with, and Kyle Martina brought this up as well. Like the president of U.S. Soccer should probably uh, be getting paid. There should be a salary because if you if you're not getting paid, then you. I mean, look, it, it, it opens the opportunity for like, all right, well, how am I going to make my money? Well, what am I going to do exactly? It's like it, it, you're, they're not doing it for charity. Like we're not we're not stupid. It's not. I it, mean, yeah. look,
0: not getting paid or getting paid a little bit is a recipe for disaster. And we've seen that. We've seen that it's it's another form of control. But it sort of gives an opportunity to, in this case. It gives an opportunity, I think, to uh, either find someone who's like ultimately altruistic and just cares about the, uh, you know, the you the state of U.S. soccer, and 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 you know, there's other like the president really just delegates. You know, there's now that there's GMs and other stuff, the president doesn't really do much besides, I guess, just keep and maintain a relationship with the with the partners and make sure that money's coming in. But if they were to get paid, let's say they were get whatever it is, half a million a year, that's a significant amount of money for someone who was previously employed by uh, an American soccer club or or worked in American soccer, and that's something where they're going to take their job very seriously. Carlos Cordero, you know, he was a former finance guy. I think Goldman Sachs, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What does that dude try? What Why does he care?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, th- th- there's the rumor was he didn't even like soccer. Remember that? <laughs> That's right. Well, he mentioned it when I think in, in his ex- acceptance speech, when, cause he was the vice president, uh, this new Galati brought him on board. Uh, and, and he was like, you know who have thunk, you know, 10 years ago, I didn't even know I didn't even watch soccer. And it's like, yo bro, this isn't, this isn't the, the, you know, you're not stirring up a bunch of confidence, uh, in everybody right now by, by saying things like that. And yeah, and, bro, and, this isn't a valedictorian speech. and, and realistically. It, it, you know, I, I think a lot of people. I'm comfortable saying this. I mean, I'm like, yo, Carlos Codero, I don't think you genuinely care about soccer. I don't think you care about soccer in this country. I think that you know he probably wanted to to uh, to, to have this role, be in this position of power. Uh, uh, you know, either find make make money somewhere. Uh, you know, hook up his homies, uh, whatever. I don't know. Like you, us. Here's, soccer- here's my. Can I give you my
0: Alexis conspiracy theory? Go okay. for it.
1: All right, so. Uh, Sunil
0: Galati is the finance professor at uh, Columbia University, right? Okay. Uh, Carlos Cordero is Colombian. Okay. So there ties those two together. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> here's, here's my actual conspiracy there. I love how you just sat all back right. like,
1: all right, we got to okay. listen to this for five minutes. Okay. He was cooking the I'll- books. I get it. Keep going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. He's cooking the books, but it's, it's, it's uh, what you going to call it? What's, uh, what's uh, the bandera de paisa? What do they call it again? Ban-
1: bandeja paisa. Yeah yeah yeah.
0: Um <laughs> here's the real here's my real conspiracy theory, right? So he's a finance uh, professor, he's in finance, Carlos Cordero's in finance, right? Those finan- financial people they know people that have money to spend and they have connections and they know how to deal with money. So they came in just to stabilize the money. That's all that matters. They don't in their eyes, they didn't need to care or like soccer. Now that Sunil sort of had to go because they, they got dropped out of the, um, the world cup or they didn't qualify for the world cup. And if you remember, Sunil said, I don't think you have to make wholesale changes because the ball was two inches either wide or went in. Mm -hmm. Right. You remember that that was before he had to say, all right, fine, I'm not going to run again. And then he took that time, I think, to put all the ducks in order to have someone in his camp to sort of finalize and get the World Cup in 2026, which was the whole thing. Right. So I think that they put that Catherine Carter out. That was her name, right? Kathy Carter, Catherine Carter. Yeah, yeah. All right, they put Kay Carter out, right, so that she could be sort of the Manchurian candidate. So she's the one that took all the brunt. Remember, she legitimately took the brunt of all of it because she went out and said all the things that the general public didn't want to hear. She said they'll be, they'll never be promotion and relegation, and uh, you know we don't want to spend more money and yada yada yada. And everybody hated her and pointed the arrows at her, talked about her all the time. Every other candidate that was using the public eye, like uh, uh, Kyle Martino and Eric Winalda and And hope solo, and um, I can't remember the other dude's name. uh, That was uh, you know like fourth or fifth in line. Paul Paul
1: Calajuri. They they, there were a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: So they all had to go. And sort of battle that, what she was saying. And that's what was getting them headlines, right? And meanwhile, Carlos Cordero could go out and shake hands of all the people that are going to vote that aren't in the public eye that didn't matter. And that's how he secured the vote. They got the 2026 World Cup. As far as they're concerned, success, right? And I don't know if they're going to make money off of this or if that was just part of what they wanted. But now they got it. And now it's this effort to sort of sort of push back the tide of change that's all they're at now and i don't think carlos Cor- i think carlos cordero was like fine all right i didn't read the thing i fucked up i allowed this to go through uh it and from what uh, megan rapino said this was the tone that was used prior so she it threw all their court violence, she's like this don't surprise me yeah. you know what i mean like i'm y'all only surprised because y'all reading it we've been having to hear this so as far as i'm concerned this this was a strategy from the get. What I just don't understand, like, well, anyway, let me finish my statement. This was a strategy from the get-go. Once they got the 2026 World Cup, they all were like, yo, that's it. We good. We did what we had to do. Now all this is extra. Now they just don't want to lose the money to the women. My point is, is if everyone in the world is watching and waiting and saying, yo, pay these women equally, why are you going through such lengths, such bad publicity to stop them from doing it? Why would you go out and hire PR or not PR firms, lobby firms like bad right wing lobby firms to try to change lawmakers opinion on whether these women are getting paid equal or not. And why would you go so far as to allow these lawyers if you really didn't read it to say these disgusting things when you know that you're an organization that is responsible for thousands and thousands of young women that are being trained and raised as soccer players and that their, the parents are putting them in your hands expecting you to have all the care of the world that they have. Meanwhile, you're out here saying they're not even capable of doing the job the men are doing. Like how I just don't understand why that's your strategy when you know we're all watching. You're doing this while we're watching, which means you don't give a fuck (laughs) about our opinion of you. This is disgusting.
1: Well, you see, I mean, uh, Megan Rapinoe uh, after the after they won the the She Beliefs Cup, she had uh mentioned oh af- after that particular game in the semi-final against spain she had even said uh you know don't pay it a- she told like right on camera she was like uh, to all the girls uh boys listening like you know don't pay attention to anything that was said in that filing it's not true uh and and you can tell it, it was it was it reached the level of uh, absolute disgust that she had to be like don't listen to the adults, you know, uh, quote unquote, uh, because they don't know what they're talking about. So uh, it's terrible. Yeah. What, I, what
0: message are we sending to the to the kids in this country?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it is quite absurd. And but to hear that, like, oh, I didn't even read it is is like, bro, there's there's 15 people on the on the board at U.S. Soccer. Nobody, nobody read it. Nobody thought like. Yo, Carlos, check this out. This might this might not go well. Uh, they, it's they, so
0: hard for me to believe that someone wasn't like,
1: yo, like. I fine say what you want but this sounds bad no one no not one. even that much <laughs> yeah it it's pretty ridiculous so uh and and when you have the president being like oh I didn't I'd even read it then that that clearly shows that there there's no either chain of command there's no uh there's no responsibility held Carlos Cordero wasn't on anybody to to make sure that he was delivered the right information uh it, it, like you said I it, it clearly was uh the 2026 World Cup that's where all the energy was put in they, they got that in place and then uh, maybe he just thought uh, the job would be pretty simple going forward uh but whatever like you know we 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 talked about it last week we, we I, I don't understand why they don't want to pay the women I, like you know if you have the most popular uh, a national team, uh, arguably in the world. I mean, even com- com- comparable to some of the popular men's national teams, you have the best women's national team in the world that gets all this publicity. Yeah. There's a lot of negativity and whatever the people don't watch women's soccer, but you, you, you can be on the forefront of changing uh, people's hearts and mind, uh, uh, about what, uh, uh, you know, about respecting, uh, women athletes and, and they don't want to they don't want to be that they just want to be a part of the problem uh so it, whatever it, it, it's all absurd a couple of interesting points uh about this uh i saw grant wall had tweeted this because carlos codero resigns um now sunil gulati is no longer um he no longer sits in uh as part of uh U- u.s soccer uh either meetings and things like that like so what always happens is that the previous uh president is, stays involved uh for like i i i'm sure for guidance or you know part of that transition and now Sunil Galati is uh, because he left uh, because Cordero resigned he is now cut out, cut out from that uh, so Sunil Galati I, I imagine he's not going to be involved much um, yeah I
0: right. Uh, that's all. That's my that's my. Uh, hey, hey, who uh, knows? Who
1: knows? Uh, but that, those, those are the quote unquote rules. Um, so now Vice President Cindy Parlow Cohn, uh, who played for the uh, women's national team, I believe she was on the 99 team, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, she did win a, a World Cup as well. Um, she. We actually uh, saw her get inducted to uh, the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame when we went to the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame opening out in, in Dallas. That's where we did all the FC Dallas interviews and stuff like that. We were there for that as well. Um, I believe I think we met her very briefly. Um, So now the the lasers are pointed right at her. Everybody's going to be like, yo, what are you going to do? So as I mean,
0: the the initial initially, it seems like there's a there's sort of like a lot of um, positive vibes about her being the president from a lot of people that weren't so positive about Carlos Cordero even before uh, that that court finally came out. So, you know, I mean, look, I don't know and I don't think you know, but we can hope I, but, I think the, the, the hope is maybe this is better, you, you know? know, maybe
1: but she doesn't receive any less of the blame that, that Carlos Cordero uh, had, uh, you know, she's the vice president. W- w- did you read it? You know, you're a former I,
0: I don't think anyone's asked that question yet, but I think I if I'm not mistaken I think she might have even said uh, I wasn't comfortable with what I read and I don't know if she read it beforehand but But as far as I'm concerned, if I if I remember that correctly, I apologize if I'm if I'm misspeaking. It's a it's a kind of a thing I do uh, sometimes. (laughs) Um, But I think if I recall correctly, she had said she was not comfortable with what she uh, with what she read. And if she would have had a chance to read it beforehand, somebody involved, it was a woman involved who said that. And I believe it was her. And if that's the case, I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. But that starts from now. You're you're a woman now who's the president of U.S. Soccer. And now you're going up against the U.S. women's national team. Your former team. So, like, (laughs) yeah, your own former team. And, like, all I would ask is think of – picture what you're saying in these court files if you were saying them to a 12-year-old girl who plays soccer in an academy system or or in the national team, so like a, a ODP, and her, her goal in life is to play for the women's national team. Imagine if you said to her that even if you make it all this way and win a World Cup and win multiple World Cups and become superstars and heroes for boys and girls all over the world and role models, you're still not should not get paid as much yeah. as a men's team that can't make it into the fucking World Cup. <laughs> Think about that because that's exactly what you're saying because I'll tell you this. My sister's you know in her late 30s and my mother's in her. I ain't gonna say but if you said to them that you would get beat down so viciously you yeah. the doctors would be like "I, the, the chocolate is too far in your ass. We yeah. can't remove it.
1: Yeah. So uh, for, just so people know uh, uh, make sure, uh, you know, we've, we've had her on the show uh, a couple times, but Meg Linehan uh, of the athletic uh, has been covering this, uh, you know, very uh, intensely and, and has all the details just her, her Twitter feed alone, um, has a ton of the information that, that we're either referring to, uh, or, or, and, and for new development. So, uh, so make sure you do that. And, and by I, the
0: way, Meg Linehan voted, uh, one of my favorite people in, in soccer. So Uh, It was a tough vote, uh, but she's one of my favorites.
1: (laughs) Okay, when did this election happen? Okay, Alexis, I didn't know.
0: Yeah, the results just came in, <laughs> Christian. Okay. I'm so sorry you didn't make. it. I'm joking.
1: Yeah, you have the your your favorite person soccer results right next to your COVID 19 results. Uh, so pretty cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Both arrived at the same time. But uh, Cindy Parlocone, also uh, who is right now, yes, the acting the the interim pro, acting or interim. I don't know. So what what's going to happen is that there's going to be a uh, at next year's um, uh, um, general meetings uh there will be another vote for who gets to continue on uh for for the rest of the the u.s soccer term right so that was so 2018 is when cordero won um his tenure goes till 2022 so there'll be a vote in i believe february of next year for who finishes out the term. So it, it could, if Cindy Parlo decides to run again, she can, uh, but there, we're, we're going to go, we're going to do this again for, for that two year term, uh, and then, uh, or a year and a half term, uh, and then, uh, 2022, there'll be another election, uh, for, for, for that four year term as well. So, uh, this stuff is not going away. And, uh, I, I didn't expect to talk about this for <laughs> nearly an hour, but this stuff is really kind of fascinating. So, uh, uh, and yeah, and just the the last uh thing I want to kind of want to end on before and we And well, obviously we're passionate about it as well. Yeah, yeah. I, um the before we go to our interview uh is uh Cindy Palacon did uh, put out a statement, and I just wanted to read two quick things. One of them, uh, she says. Second, she says we are transitioning uh, to Latham and Watkins Law Firm as our lead counsel moving forward. Because apparently, the, the 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 law firm that wrote the other one uh, that they did not read uh, is, uh, they're, they're, I guess they're done with them, and obviously they feel like the the arguments that they're coming up with are are trash and 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 are ruining <laughs> their uh, you know it's a public relations nightmare. So they're moving to a, a new law firm. Wait, one of those, one of those lawyers is a woman. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, we, we it, you know, that, that isn't nothing, that isn't anything new, right? Uh, there are women that, uh, it is still can, disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. That are uh, very much either not feminists or do, do not believe in equal pay or, or maybe believe in this, this inferiority. Uh, uh, they, they just accept it as, as truth. Uh, and in, in general, uh, look, it's not, it's not ridiculous uh, uh, to, 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 to say, obviously, men are stronger than women, but to, to use this in a legal argument as to why they should not be paid uh, a, a fair sum is at, th- at that point, you're not even trying to uh, even get close to a, a place with equality. You know, it's a, a, a you know, Carly Lloyd, I believe. In in uh in one of the statements she said like it's it's a different product we're not it's not the men versus the women the the men would always win that's not not always but whatever it, it, that's uh, you know also and I can't believe likely. they would
0: use that against her throughout the whole thing but um because she was being honest in a deposition but. um It's It's not the women aren't playing the women's national team. The U S women's national team isn't playing against other women because they can't get into a bracket with the men and they can't win to get into a bracket. That's just not how the sport is played. So they have to beat the people that are in front of them. That is the way the game is set up and they've beaten everybody. Yeah. And, and and, they uh,
1: deserve the money out and outside of just a, a, you know, them being incredibly skilled and beating uh, the, you know, the, the, the best Uh, nations in the world and the best soccer, the other best soccer players uh, in, in the world, the product that they're putting out is also incredibly popular. It is making us soccer tons and tons of money. So this argument that like nobody cares or it's not as good or whatever, it's just like, yo, you're dumb. It's, 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 you're not even from a business perspective. You're not coming uh, from a place of, of, of genuine care. Uh, Yes. the, The, you know, in England, it was illegal for women to play soccer till like the '60s or something like that. So, it, so they've they've had a tougher start, and to get to where they have, uh, with all. Uh, uh, the, with all that's been impeding them, it's like, yo, be helpful. You can help this be uh, just as popular as as the men's World Cup. And why wouldn't you want that? Like that, that it, it's like there, there's it. It attacks maybe the male ego, or or maybe uh, you know some female uh, sense of like, no, they the men are the the men are stronger. The men have to, you know like the, some some people like they like that place and they they don't want to they don't want that change. So it, 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 all, all that's stuff is just uh, uh you know it, it's just frustrating to see that that negativity and and but to see it from u.s soccer is like like you're th- that's when it's it gets like yo like institution from from an institution the institute the institution itself you're you're hearing that kind of stuff and it's like we can't even get anywhere we're, we're, we're uh, you know it, it, it that that is the frustrating part at, at least for me but the other thing i wanted to uh to mention was about Uh, Cindy uh, Parlo uh, Cone mentioning, she goes, finally, we are going to do a comprehensive review uh, of our internal process to better understand how this breakdown occurred and how it can be avoided in the future. I expect that review to be completed shortly. So, it's like, is this day one of the job? Like Now you're trying to understand (laughs) why... It's like, here's your
0: office. I don't know if you noticed, your office is on fire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, we don't understand how US soccer works and some of the decisions they make, but then you read stuff like like this and it's like yo you don't even understand how US soccer works like what is this job to people is it even important like what is is it just a paycheck is it like what is going on where where these kind of oversights uh, c- can happen uh, but look my my hope is that Cindy Parlocone is just like yo let's end this lawsuit let's negotiate let's find some fair meeting ground maybe she couldn't uh, you know th- I don't know what conversation she had with Carlos Codillo Darrow, it seemed like they didn't even know each other right i don't know like it's your vp and it's yeah. like oh yo I, she's I, like whoever yeah. that last guy was <laughs> wait a minute y'all didn't work together exactly so uh so look uh, hopefully uh they, there's there's the, the ch- some changes and and things like that but man she is gonna deal with a lot of criticism and and, and rightly so she should uh well uh, if she I,
0: doesn't do a great job You know, we talked about this. I think we should announce it. You and I will run for U.S. soccer president next time around.
1: Exactly. Okay. And we're going to clean this whole thing right up top to bottom. Oh, yeah.
0: As soon as I get some money in my pocket, whoever (laughs) the highest bidder. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say this on the pocket.
1: Okay. No, that's business as usual in CONCACAF, bro.
0: Uh. <laughs> yeah, bro. If there's one place that has Newark rules, OK, yeah,
1: well, it, would, it would be great if they were like just honest about that and they be like, yo, yeah, it's like, you know, I do this job for free, but I also take uh, millions in kickbacks. Uh, so, uh, look, that's how this thing works. Uh, you, don't, you don't like it you know, you vote, vote me out or whatever. Like it will be just be, be, uh, uh, you know, like the way, a, a, just a ridiculous candidate. Uh, uh, and at least you'd be like, you know, like similar to what people are, people like Trump, even though he's an absolute maniac and idiot, but people are just like, you know what, at least he's honest. Uh, you know, uh, it'd be nice to see some sense of honesty, even if it's bad news coming from us soccer and that, and we, uh, you know
0: what? It. Yeah. You got to show your scars, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, yes. Long conversation about that stuff. Hopefully you uh, enjoyed it and appreciated it. But uh, look, a lot, a lot. Maybe you
0: w- remember what what the podcast was like before we got on TV. <laughs> just one subject for an hour.
1: <laughs> so um, let's uh, so. so uh, And again, just uh, just a reminder, the the episode uh, or at least the, the, the interview that you're about to hear was uh, recorded, was taped last week, last Tuesday uh, with Luis Miguel Echegaray uh, from Sports Illustrated. Uh, you've seen him on on uh, uh i believe uh, uh planet so- soccer planet uh, he does a, a, a like a, a show with grant wall he, he's a writer so we taped this last week this is before uh the any lockdowns or anything was going on so we didn't uh you know we're not going to talk about any of that stuff uh but we did have a great uh conversation with him so uh so we hope you appreciate that and uh and so and i, I guess uh uh yeah this is we're not ra- yeah, yeah that we wrap that show so that'll be the end of that show and then so we'll just play that for you uh right now
0: yeah but we hope that you guys are safe and and wash your hands please
1: <laughs> yeah that is crucial all right we'll be right back after this
0: Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to break in with the word from one of our sponsors, us and you.
1: That's right. Gully Squad always showing love. Always, uh, yeah, I mean, not only, you know, we love Gully Squad, but uh, in times like these, uh, I think it's helpful for for us to be able to communicate with, uh, you know, our most loyal uh, fans. And and Gully Squad has been uh, with this weirdly therapeutic thing, even for me, uh, and seeing the, the level of kindness and love happening in the Slack channel. Things like that So uh, yeah it, It's just been Just even
0: the members Of Gully Squad Helping each other out I mean it's been Absolutely incredible And uh, just you know And any time Like the times We're in now Having someone To say hey This happened to me And here's what I did And here's what you can do I think that's always great So I'm, I'm really happy And even just like The weight of you know just some fun conversation people are still posting like their quarantine food and stuff in the food uh, uh, channel you know and and doing all the fun stuff that you'd want out of a community of like minded individuals you know exactly
1: so uh, and then uh, so yeah make sure you you can join gully squad you want to be a part of it I know things are pretty crazy right now you know some a lot of people are losing their jobs like if you don't have money, totally understand. I mean, we're like, we uh, it's affecting us as well. There's a lot of jobs that we have lined up and things that were gonna happen uh, for us and that are no longer happening. And as as comedians, everything is shut down. No comedians can work. We can't do shows. We can't make money there as well. So all of this is is generally pretty scary. But if you appreciate uh, you know our art and you appreciate what we're doing and you have some expendable income, especially during something you know a crazy time like this, feel free to join Gully Squad. Uh, it'll mean a lot, and I think you will also get a lot out of it as well. So, uh, you can join at soccercooligans.com and they hit the Join Gully Squad button. And uh, we're also going to be adding, uh, there are some people that uh, had watched our Instagram live uh, with uh, with our ladies. Our ladies are with for the first time, or were, we're part of the program. Um, Alexis, that's is, right.
0: We're, as, as our fans called them, and I love this the Kula Gals. The
1: Kula Gals. So, <laughs> that's really sweet. Uh, they are, yeah, they're not now our direct competition uh so that's gonna right. be a problem and,
0: and we we will not allow them to be paid the same
1: <laughs> yeah you know all that stuff we said a couple of minutes ago forget all that
0: <laughs> so, that was for that was for everybody else <laughs>
1: <laughs> well yes <laughs> but uh no man uh it was not really cool we did an instagram live so that video uh is available to our gully squad members right now uh and if you'd like to watch that uh you can join yeah join gully squad it, it was really really fun uh you got you'll you'll meet Alexis's wife you meet my uh, girlfriend and and, you know uh, Alexis's you'll see
0: that I did not exaggerate at all I mean (laughs) they were on for possibly what 20 minutes and that entire 20 minutes was all three other members of that live roasting me <laughs> for being, I don't know, uh, an eccentric person.
1: Say. <laughs> well, the judgment, uh, what a bummer. Uh, so uh, yeah, it was it was cool. And we got we talked about some serious stuff because Alexis's wife is a nurse. My girlfriend is a nutritionist, so we kind of talked about how all this stuff, uh, you know, kind of is affecting people and kind of best practices and things to do. So uh, you know, the people that that work in medicine are, are like kind of on the front line of this stuff. So it was kind of cool to hear about that. Uh, as well. So again, join Gully Squad. You want to see that right now. Uh, so again, soccercooligans.com/slash uh, and and hit the Join Gully Squad button right at that right on our website. And um, uh, and yeah, it's so- at
0: the top. It's at the bottom. It's everywhere. Just click on the Join Gully Squad button, or you could go to soccercooligans.com/slash Gully Squad G U L L Y S Q U A D. If you want to type it all out. If not, just go to soccercooligans.com and click on the Join Gully Squad uh, button. There's multiple levels. Any level you get, you're going to be able to get into our slack channel and you're gonna uh, it's just that you're you would be helping us out and it means the world to us
1: exactly okay so yeah with that said all the best uh, to you and if uh, with any of any struggles uh we're, we're here to help each other out so uh uh so yeah again uh join gully squad and, and we'll see you in the slack channel
0: yeah baby yes.
1: mm. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Alexis is like a, a CD just skipped in Yeah, <laughs> there was a,
0: a bit of a remix there It's my fault Wicked,
1: wicked, cooligans uh, What's it's
0: good? Only killing my throat to yell this every time But I do it for you guys Hello, I know al- most
1: of you hate it Hello, everyone uh, <laughs> Welcome to the show My name is Christian Polanco I'm Alexis Guerrero uh, We are the Cooligans We are your favorite stand-up comedians That host the funniest soccer show that you have ever witnessed That's right, bing, bing, bing And guess what else it is, Christian? It, the Gulliest Okay, all right. That was much more, uh, you know, just uh, deeper, much more yeah. Barry White.
0: Yeah, this is my light FM voice. <laughs> hey, Kristen, okay. Dan says he misses
1: you. For all you <laughs> horny soccer fans out there. <laughs> Where else would you go? <laughs> That's what we're here for. So uh, we're excited about uh, today's show. Uh, we're joined by Luis Miguel Echegaray of Sports Illustrated. It's incredible. But, but before that, we have boxes here. And not only are they boxes, they're pizza boxes. Bro, we got pizza box that we have to we have to address Uh, (laughs) we have to open (laughs) that's what we gotta do Uh, yeah pass me that so these are pizza boxes and i see already on top new
0: york city's football club on it okay right Right.
1: look new york city's football club which is possessive says hot and fresh (laughs) for the city so far I love the Pizza Box <laughs> merch, right? Okay, clearly from NYCFC. Cause uh- they got the
0: number for, for for tickets as well. So they knew we'd be holding this up to a camera. Shouts to them. There's the number, 855-776-9232. Call and get your ticket. <laughs> Only they- if there's something dope in here. <laughs> so, yeah, very dependent uh, whether you call or not. Okay. What? Oh, boy. Hold on a second. We got. I got to read something. So we already know. This is a mistake. Uh, hi, Alexis. New York City didn't get labeled the greatest in the world by accident. And as an influential member of the city, woo! Oh, no one's ever called me that. <laughs> Normally it's just like, yo, get out of my way. <laughs> you know that better than anyone else here at NYCFC. We know that too. Inside the custom pizza box is swag so you can rep New York City's football club. We are we're just getting started on expanding our footprint and relevance in the greatest city in the world and would be honored if you would be a part of it with us. You know I would. Oh. You should have gave me free season tickets. Honors, that's still coming out of my credit card. Uh, <laughs> we would love to host you at one of our games this upcoming season. Please reach out if you Interested, and we will hook you up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I mean, take a sweet. <laughs> I mean, we're a city apart from the rest. The city of dreams, incomparable, unruly, unparalleled, unrelenting We are undeniable. Yes, you absolutely are. And check this out,
1: Doug. We got uh, the Gotham got kit. The new kit. Unbelievable. What? Oh, look at this. Oh. that. Oh, that's cool he ends on the back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank that you. That is so, so much. dope. NYCFC. Yo, this new font is fire, isn't it? Yeah, it is very, very cool. Uh, All right, and and a scarf. Thank you. Hell yeah, dude. Unbelievable. All right. Look at this! What a what yeah, a inc- this here right now! What a how what an honor it is uh, for Luis to see us uh, open gifts to start the show.
0: <laughs> you know, you may not notice because we're in a two shot, but the guest is sitting next to us <laughs> as we receive gifts. And guess what he gets? Anada! Uh, it's a little disrespectful, uh, but whatever. This is Cooligans. You're a guest on our show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so let's uh, now that that's out of the way, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Unless you're
0: driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, the three named Luis. Speaking Luis <laughs> What is this? That's right They
2: gave me the text They gave me the call Come to the Kooligans And for the first 20 minutes It's showing up What they got
0: yeah. Yes And he has a busy schedule So we took time out and of his day And they told me we're going to be
2: late Yeah
0: We took time out of his day so And we I'm Peruvian
2: I show up on time I slept overnight Outside
0: this building Yeah well we're Cuban and Dominican We show up 20 minutes after you Yeah and you show up The free stuff that you already got what? That's is right okay. <laughs> Now get
2: up and sing Juan Guantanamera. <laughs> well, Guantanamera I'll do the Peruvian National Anthem Right now
1: <laughs> Okay This is usually When uh, when three Latinos Are in any place together It is It is a uh, You know Like now, uh,
2: You're not gonna get Anything done Yeah uh, exactly not do any, The fact I'm that not, you have a, the, the fact that they have A show <laughs> Is amazing to Yeah me. Absolutely This is for the
0: people I'm so I, proud of these
1: two man Thank you Love man it, it means
0: a lot Especially coming from you dude
1: Yes uh, so well, let's let's start with the fact that uh, you uh, you've been at, at Sports Illustrated for a while. You're head of Latino content, and and you you work with Grant Wall. I'm sorry for that, right? Right. Uh, no, Our, nobody's more sorry than me. The first <laughs> guest on this show, and you'll never come back. No, it,
0: was great. It, was great. it was absolutely didn't great. he
2: open for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was yeah great. First and first
0: everything well. skyrocketed like yeah, that. that, that right? took us off, just like coronavirus. Exactly. Just good, People compare us to that a lot for some reason. Uh, no. So you're the head of Latino content. How long do we have to wait? before there's competitive dominoes <laughs> on that side now. <laughs> Yeah, don't tell
2: anybody. I think I'm the only one that knows that I'm the head of Latino content <laughs> over there, by the way.
0: <laughs> is that a weird
2: thing to put on a business card? Or yeah. No. You it- know what? I don't even have it. Yeah. I-, I just tell people just as like I'm running them. away
0: from them. You made up the Latino <laughs> You made that up yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they
2: don't even know. That's what yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Why is say, he
0: wearing a guayabera again? Listen. This is professional clothing for us. Compa, this is the greatest
2: thing about working with a majority of white people. They don't know, like, what you're doing. So you just say, Latino. Latino content. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be yeah. like, "Okay, that's yeah. great,"
0: and they can't say shit about it. I, it's, it's racist. <laughs> of I know, course, exactly. I'm showing up late. Exactly. I'm being the most Latino I can be. I need to go on a 24-hour
2: trip with Edison Flores, and you need to pay for everything. Okay, we <laughs> will okay. do it. I, I yeah. promise. That's just not
0: a problem. Yeah. So I shouldn't I'm gonna have ordered, get fired Yeah. <laughs> so I shouldn't have ordered Uber Eats on the corporate <laughs> card, is what you're saying? Because it's my culture.
1: <laughs> you know why? Because we're here, baby. That's right. We're here. My business card just says head of Latinos. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's way better. Yeah. Don't ask any questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm the king of Latinos
0: You didn't watch last week because I was grand I was king. <laughs>
1: so which uh, at least talk very quickly about your working what what is that? Um is there a sense of responsibility or, or a, a a pressure in in, in delivering the uh, uh you know soccer news through the lens of uh, for, you know for sports illustrated viewers and 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 readers uh, through that lens of of Latinos and, and, and through Peru or whatever. I mean, you, you want me to get serious here? Yeah, you t- want to- I, I want you to get serious. <laughs> the quick we'll, make answer- silly, we'll
0: make it silly no matter what you do. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> the quick answer, right, is basically for a very long time, as I has always been a place that really serves a sport, which is great. Yeah. I love it. But the problem is, is that nowadays we live in a world where it's not just about that. It's about representing the people behind the sport. And you can't just see it through one lens. It can't just be about the white 55-year-old guy that lives in the Midwest. It has to be about... the the Paraguayan, the Peruvian, the South American, the right. Caribbean, whatever. and so The guy that that dude's upset moved next door. Exactly. That's who we represent. The guy, the guy who's saying, why is it so loud up yeah, there? Yeah, and we're yeah. playing La Santa 24-7. Yeah, exactly. That guy. Yeah. And that's why I'm there to represent.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Whether
2: it's something that's a baseball story or an NBA story or
0: soccer, like our main sport, right. you know, it's about representing. That's it. We're here with Luis Miguel Echegaray. LME, as I'm going to start calling him from now on that's because fine. it's easier. My <laughs> wife calls me that and yeah. I can't fight with that. So yeah, that's yeah. yeah, my wife calls me something I'm not allowed to say on Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that's true too. Yeah, yeah, there's some of that. By the
2: way, I don't like this angle, man. It's making me look Buddy, like Buddy, do you really like want to have, <laughs> have this argument? Yeah, no
0: one looks worse yeah, than me. Yeah, but you're right in the middle, man. People are like, why does he put a pillow on his shirt <laughs> the whole time?
2: Yeah, that's at home. Yeah. That's like this. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Hugging it? Yeah, and you're hugging it too much and then it becomes a problem.
0: You're someone who, as soon as I saw like doing content, I was like, yo, this guy gets it because, you know, one of the things that used to upset me when I would watch comedy, sometimes some Spanish comedians would overdo it and be like constantly have to prove they're Latino. There's a way to be Latino where you're just a Latino dude who happens to live in in, in the U.S. And you you're someone who exemplifies that. How did you get to this point? What what got you on the road to being someone who is doing content or or hosting podcasts and things like that?
2: No, I appreciate you, compa. And right back at you, both of you, really. I mean, to be honest with you, like one of my biggest things has always been, you know, I don't want to preach to the choir Like, I feel like a lot of what's going on recently, especially in the last 10 years, is that we're trying to fight to just even be represented, but it becomes this kind of preaching to the choir. Like we know we need the voices, right? Right. So for me, it's really more about creating content that doesn't alienate and to just elevate us. So before all this, I didn't even get into sports media, whatever, till 2015, 2016. I was an actor for 15 years doing crappy movies in LA, Mm -hmm. doing theater work. I lived in England um, from Peru. So like, I have kind of like a bit of a different background and spectrum to anybody else. Yeah. So for me, it was coming from the entertainment industry right. where I didn't just want to create content that was just informative. I wanted to celebrate, which is basically Even my reports, even articles, even when I'm writing about Sergio Busquets or Inter Miami or whatever, I want to almost entertain and celebrate because that to me is the key.
1: Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite things, uh, is some of the content that you do put out and some of the articles that you write, uh, anything about Peru right when you you are uh, you're peruvian and and there's something to uh, obviously, you have a, a much more uh, uh you know deeper connection when you talk about the Peruvian national team, any Peruvian players uh but like recently you you sat down with uh, Edison Flores uh, but kind of representing that like because uh, I think for a lot of people, especially uh, in the u s they like i I heard of Peru, but I don't yeah. really know what it is right. <laughs> so, right so they all think it's like a different spice of Latino. Oh. <laughs> Are you kidding? When I first
0: yeah. moved
2: to England They thought I was Moroccan So like, you know yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, so Peru's right next to Morocco well, okay, and yeah, I yeah. just <laughs> said, yeah Just to,
0: like, shut them up Right there Yeah, yeah. We won so, Africa <laughs> Cup of Nations two <laughs> yeah, years ago.
2: Exactly, yeah. exactly We're
1: so good We too yeah, two yeah. continents yeah. 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 Mo Salah He, played, yeah, he yeah, plays yeah, Peruvian yeah, yeah, yeah. We taught him <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
1: So that um, uh, Like, kind of uh, uh, Delivering that uh, um, is, is that In particular Like uh, uh, You know a More exciting to do is it a particularly more fun like de- delivering those stories so that you kind of ha- weirdly enough help put peru on the map which it, is, no. it's clearly there but <laughs> yeah, yeah i think it is <laughs>
2: yeah, now, yeah. listen i mean obviously i'm always excited when i meet and i try to create content that's based on a, a latin a latino latina athlete when it's a peruvian it becomes to me more yeah. personal but the you can connect that to any nationality, I think, For sure. and any newsroom and any, you know, uh digital landscape, media, like TV show, whatever. The moment you have somebody in there that can really connect with with the subject matter because they're both in the same place or whatever, yeah. you're going to elevate that so much. And that's what happened with Edison Flores. I mean, Edison Flores, by the way, aside from being Peruvian, is like just... The most adorable person. Like, so sweet, very friendly. And, like, so you just knew that it was gonna be a hit. So it's always gonna be good. Cause sometimes you'll get, you know, people you know, regardless of where they're from, and they'll just like be flat out
0: boring. A lot of times, and this is a big issue, and it's something that I think helps us stand out, and I think you do a great job of this as well. Soccer players can sometimes be kind of dull. They've had a lot of media training. They've been told they're the greatest forever. I say forever. that all the time. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you get them. I think the the women players have so much more personality. I, I say that all
2: the time. You want to get better content, just focus more on female sports, because like female athletes to me they're, are
0: like way more interesting. They're enigmatic, right. man. Every, we had Allie Krieger on the show. She was funnier than any comic we've ever had yeah. on the show, and I was like, this is incredible. Sometimes you get some of these players that they've been trained at media for so long, they've been dealing with media for so long, that they're almost like experts at giving you bad answers. Yeah,
2: it's not even their <laughs> fault. No, yeah, it's yeah, just I, the way that they've been cultured to let speak, but yeah, I'm yeah. so with you. I mean, it's why, listen, why our sister Melissa Ortiz is doing so well, right? Yeah, like right, a right. former Prodigy, and now she's doing her thing. Like, I'm totally
0: with you, 100%. Uh, and I think that's one thing you do really well, is you help pull it out, especially when it's someone who's close to you, which I think is what we can I'm do, curious you know.
1: about your, your uh, especially during the, the World Cup, uh, uh, the men's World Cup uh, and, and and Peru making it. And, and uh, Peru
2: making it. You're going to repeat that shit. <laughs> yeah. exactly. 36 years. Yes. Yeah. People were like, why are people so excited about Peru? And I'm like, it's been 36 years. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah, the US did not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Look how sad the US was in 2018. Uh, Imagine no. that for 36 years, dog.
2: So I know my favorite time when I host with Wall was around that time. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I, I want to talk about Peru making it uh, uh-huh. to the World Cup again. But I actually before that with the, the, the controversy with uh, uh, Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and with the captain of the team. Yep. Uh, and, and you know, the I, I, so I don't remember the exact detail because there was so much speculation of why he... He got uh, caught using a South American version of Red Bull. <laughs> That's actually a really beautiful
2: way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, got, he got loaded up on Red Bull and people, and people thought it was like, I don't know, like the Pope's blood or something. Yeah. Now, listen, Pablo Guerrero is Peru's all-time goal scorer. He is, you know, we talk about Edison Flores, Farfan, Cueva. Guerrero is it for us when it comes to the men's national team. And, you know, there was a, he went and he was given mate de coca, which is a a specific indigenous tea that you get when you arrive in Machu Picchu, when you arrive in Cusco to go to Machu Picchu, the first thing that you get is mate de coca because the altitude is so high up, you need to acclimate yourself and Peruvians drink that. So in Cusco, coca leaves are legal. Like you can just buy, you can't, you can't take it out of there. So that's what he got at a hotel, and unfortunately, part of those, you know, uh, what contains in there are the similar to cocaine. So that's what happened. So then the narrative got turned into yeah,
0: and it cocaine. wasn't that he was—he wasn't snorting the tea. He was the what the test <laughs> looks for is tea. what's in the tea yeah. as well. So it's like you got in trouble for it, and he had to go. He did a lot of videos where he was like talking to the people of Peru, yeah. which I don't think I've ever seen that happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, just that that uh, like you see how important it is, especially. Before World Cup, like he does not want to miss right. uh, that opportunity. It was was there any like a uh, uh, how, how did you personally feel about it? Were were you swayed by like the narrative, or were you know like how how did you handle I it? I
2: mean, personally, as a Peruvian, I was devastated. Yeah, just because not so much on you know I, I thought that at some point, even beyond the court of arbitration of sports, that something was going to be rectified, and it kind of was. He was allowed to play in that mm-hmm. in the World Cup, and then the suspension carried on. What I- affected me the most, and I think many Peruvians, was just the narrative of how people that didn't understand what was going on kind of, like, attacked it. I mean, I got into a huge thing with Barstool Sports about it, like, you know, they even wrote... a. What a, about what a me, shock. What a exactly shock. right. So, so that that to me was the biggest of But you know what? Netflix is coming out with a with a uh, six part documentary series about
0: this specific story. Yeah, and that's going to be. I a also killer. heard he got cast in the new uh, Narcos, <laughs> which is he's <laughs> taking kidding. over the afternoon. <laughs> I'm only
2: But listen, the main thing is this, right? Imagine that Folger's coffee, right, yeah. suddenly is like you know has some you know something contained the same in cocaine. Like people, people need to just like think that there are things outside of your own perspective, yeah, yeah. right? And that's what happened to Guerrero. Luckily, he, he went to play. Um and You're despite, like chock full of yeah. nuts, and what else?
0: <laughs> yeah. Look, you had a long uh, career in the entertainment business. You switched over to this. I want to ask you a little bit about this big piece that you did on uh, uh, Sports Illustrated. But first, uh, you taught soccer here in New York, correct? I did. At a high school. Yep, Dalton, I
2: did. Yep, I did. Where a, very a mutual preppy. friend of
0: ours, yeah, which is like one of the most exclusive yeah. schools. Oh, wait, you
1: told me this. Uh, yeah. Who, who, who uh, is it?
0: What's the connection Khalil Walker Who hosts um, uh, Horseplay
1: Oh yes uh, He was my player okay. He was one of your
0: players Which I was like You did what I didn't even know He played soccer First of all He was a sob Last 10 minutes Yeah
2: <laughs> So let, let's chill out Yeah
0: but that's only Because he's Panamanian I know how You Peruvians feel about it Exactly <laughs> yeah.
2: I know so. it was Dalton So we needed as much Color as we wanted Yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Well he's a Panamanian But he's a black dude And I'm like You went to Dalton Dalton is like Where like Gossip girl goes You yeah, know what okay, I mean okay. like, It's like the most ex- One of the most exclusive is like what program did you get in there under? And he's like, yo, you ain't lying. You know what
2: though? We won states that year. Yeah. Which is crazy. The only time that school has won boys soccer states, that's the year we won states. No. So basically uh, during my acting time, I also did a lot of coaching. I would go to the South Bronx, give like lessons to kids for free and stuff. And I had a lot of contacts through to coach high school soccer. And one of them was Dalton and, you know, um, Aside from that, it was just a really good experience just to, you know, learn, you know, how to coach in just the American high school yeah, soccer yeah. world. And how to even, put up with rich it was people. Even though private.
0: Exactly. You had to learn how to yeah. put up with rich people. I know. We finished difficult. training
2: and they were just like handing me their dirty clothes as well
0: because I knew to <laughs> <were. laughs> You're like, you're Peruvian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think
2: I know your cousin. Yeah, She's yeah. my nanny. Yeah, exactly. And
0: I'm like, you're probably right. Yeah, you're like, you're hard workers. You're like, oh my God, tell us what that yeah. I said yeah. hi. Uh, but you did this huge piece about something that is connected to me, Miami, my inner Miami, not the club, but the city of Miami. Talk a little bit about this piece and what what this to me is like. This is the like a big moment in Latino soccer. I know LAFC and and um, and LA Galaxy have been a big thing for for Mexican American soccer, but for Caribbean and and South American soccer, is, this is a big step because of the amount of South Americans that are now living in Miami. What was this? What, what's this piece about? And sort of what did you get to cover on this?
2: Yeah, you know what, man. And the way that you just phrased that was literally the reason why I wanted to write this. Um, obviously, we know about Inter Miami and you know just how they, you know, just a drama that went behind it, both good and bad, just the hard work. Building anything in Miami is hard, let yeah. alone a, a football stadium, yeah. right? So, to, but to me, I wanted to create a story that basically was telling the story all the way from the fan to the owners. So I, I wanted to create a full picture because I wanted to do exactly what you just said, which is just like, even though we've had, you know, the Mecca right now, which is in LA, it's heavily Mexican-American, mm-hmm. whereas Miami is is the mecca of Latin America most from the Caribbean and South American perspective. And the club is obviously that obviously Rodolfo Pizarro is like the first, you know, key main DP uh, after, you know, Pellegrini and then, you know, Lucas Carranza coming in later, whatever. But this was really a story about the city. And I wanted to like talk to everybody all the way from like the supporter of Vice City, uh, 1896 to David Beckham, Jorge Mas, Paul McDonough, Diego Alonso. I wanted Rodolfo Pizarro. I wanted to talk to everybody to really give a full picture of just what it feels. For Miami to have soccer once again after Miami Fusion left, of course, and was
0: dissolved. Because I think this is what's important. I think for for Caribbean Americans, South Americans, mostly Latino Americans outside of that sort of um, like Mexican American, M- Miami is significant to so many people in Latin America. Yep. It's con- it's 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 Latin America's New York. Yep. And I think I don't think people understand. I joke around about it being a Cuban city. We opened the doors to that city to become Latino. It is now infiltrated with a lot of Venezuela. It sounds like a bad word. Uh, it's now it's uh, luckily Who cares? We'll own yeah. that.
1: under attack by yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. We took over. Right.
2: There are stores that say we speak English. That's how much yeah. I love Miami. It's true. It's <laughs> I mean, I'm not even joking. Yeah, yeah, you're not great. kidding. No, but, but like, you're right. Miami is la capital de Latin America. Is that, mm-hmm. that to me? It really me, is. It it's really our is.
0: Hollywood. It's our And I that, love it. A lot happens in Miami. So for Miami, and I asked Jorge Mas, how does it feel to have a club? Mm. Knowing Fidel would never let us. And a lot of people were uncomfortable with that question. But to a Cuban, we understand. Where that question right. comes from. To a Latino Americano, it's like, yo, we get to do this. We didn't get to do this elsewhere. We couldn't have done this elsewhere. We're doing it here. And for you to write that piece and make sure that all the points are covered, and that's super important, I think means a lot to a lot of people. So no. I just want to say thank you for that because I know how hard that was. No,
2: I, I appreciate you. And that's, I'm, I'm so glad that that's how it resonated because that's really what it was. Because there are better writers than me when it
0: comes to like, yeah, but Grand Wall could have done that story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he's like, he doesn't know.
0: That? He's like, yeah, someone else who eats yeah. rice. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> he doesn't get it. Yeah. So I want to get paid <laughs> yeah.
2: no, so uh, but the, the main component was that because like and to me what came out the most was just when I was talking to the fan this guy Christian who I interviewed for the interview and he was just saying listen like I grew up in Argentina San Lorenzo is my team from Argentina and I wanted my son to really feel connected to where he lives from a soccer standpoint yeah. and thankfully now that enter Miami here so for all the drama that's going on and granted there's a lot yeah. people need to understand that point which is so important to that city to once again be Called a football city.
1: Yeah, that's why. I, that's like I, I appreciate your work because I, even for me, I feel like it helps me connect to like I, I'm Dominican. I go, you know, like it's difficult to be a Dominican soccer fan, like per se, because you you if you, you're the, the concept is like so strange to a lot of people. Uh, but even it it, it made Pero me, Real Madrid, compa. Uh, yeah. Barcelona también. Está right claro. <laughs> but but even shocked a shock that Dominicans
0: are sneaking in everywhere. Huh? <laughs> what a real shock? Yo Norwich got a. Uh, got a, a Cuban, Cuban on it. Let's go. Onel Hernandez, right?
1: But it made me care more about, uh, even though Dominican Republic is not a soccer nation, it made me care about, more about what is going on with the sport in the country. Because there there's people that have to fight against all the negativity about the sport. even Just like in the U.S., they deal with it in DR as well. The people that really, really care about it are, are obsessed, and that's why, like, like one of our biggest fans is an Orlando City fan. And he's Dominican right. and stuff like that. So finding those, the 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 especially those Caribbean nations uh, that that are connected to the sport, and you help, your work helps people kind of see that. Well, yeah.
2: I appreciate that. I mean, I do what I can, but the, to me, what I like to just continue with the narrative is this: like, this sport is growing. Whether people like it or not. It's happening. Like, this is the most played sport in the country. From a participation perspective, more people play this sport than ever. And between the ages of like 12 and 25, this sport is it. So, and we, Latinos, we are a big part of that. Right. Yeah. So whether like it's Dominican or Cuban, Peruvian, like we're just helping this team grow. And stories like Inter Miami are a way for me to say, not just like this is what's happening, but thank you. Because yeah. without us, like, forget about it.
1: Yeah. Is, is there any... Uh, um a thought. I'm sure you have an opinion on it, but like you know, a lot of the, the, the criticism of US soccer is like that integration uh with the Latino culture because it, it does seem like you have a lot of Latin Americans and clearly American citizens, like, yo, get them on board, right? right. Let's right. win a World Cup tomorrow, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And as successful as the women's side is, I would say the same thing from that side too. Okay. How many Latinas are actually being inf- right infiltrated <laughs> through that <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. L- listen, like even before I joined this I I wrote about this and talked about this with The Guardian. One of my good friends, Les Carpenter, wrote a really good piece about there are nearly 60 million Hispanic, Latinos, Latinx community in this country, right? Right. We have a tremendous amount of talent that's just completely undiscovered because it's ignored. Mm -hmm. You look at places like Alianza de Football that specifically aims to go to Latino markets, you know, US soccer for a long time didn't even do anything with them. So there's still a tremendous amount of talent that's just completely being ignored. And it's ridiculous when you think about how powerful this team, this country can be when it comes to soccer. And also, of course, the pay-to-play system as well, which is just such a joke,
0: but it's hard to look at the numbers and be like, "There's, there's, there's Doesn't a correlation sense. here." There, it almost seems like it's on purpose, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's something. You know. It is though. I'm it's, not going to say <laughs> you said it.
1: Uh, we'll be right back. We hey, got work for you U.S. soccer. If he's still here. <laughs> All right, welcome back. We are here still. With Luis Miguel Echegaray Sky Rompiendo Okay We're just uh, d- During breaks We're just dancing To Bad Bunny songs Yeah uh, That's what we do
0: you know? <laughs> Yo hago lo que me da la
1: gana <laughs> que sepa yeah. uh, <laughs> I love how Latino This episode is yeah. uh, It just that's feels it, right That's you right know? We're
0: making We're making a con pollo Out there We're doing the whole thing
1: yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about uh, The Planet Football Podcast That you do with uh, Grant Wall uh, How long have you been Doing that show uh, And what, what How did this partnership come about with Grant uh, the legendary Grant because it seems legendary. like a buddy cop movie I'm not going <laughs> to lie to
0: you I'm Martin Lawrence yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: that's alright I'll take it yeah. uh, um, I mean it pretty much started when I started working at SI you know uh, obviously SI has so many verticals and sports to focus on uh, at least in New York City you know we haven't had like a major soccer team yeah. but physically finally you know Grant have been able to collaborate on a lot of stuff Grant does He was doing already podcast work before I came. And then we decided really we wanted to do some kind of combination, at least from an analysis perspective, you know, recapping games or whatever, and just a conversation on the sport. So it really pretty much started almost immediately. I mean, Grant and I, you know, we kind of have different, Uh, viewpoints, or at least pieces of content that we like to focus on, but we're very similar in the way that we see the game and the sport.
1: Yeah, one thing I love uh, I think when I, because I look when I, uh, I would see Grant Wall either when he would do TV spots or on Fox Sports coverage or whatever, uh, and I would read his work, but I never like you know, until I really was around Grant, I didn't know what he would be he like.
2: He wasn't real. Yeah, you're just like why yeah. Because
1: <laughs> like, I thought the same thing
2: too. He's just like this entity. Yeah. He's like Casper the Ghost. Like you yeah. he no, know he's, he's
1: like. there, right? But he's
0: also like wildly like professional and very direct, and he answers the question he's asked. And, and then not. when you meet him, you're like,
1: oh, he's. He's chill as hell Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a chill dude But like yeah, he's, But he's like intimidating He's like very tall No he's not like, intimidating You don't think so He's like uh, lanky In this very strange yeah. way Slender
2: man It's we we're Latino we're brown man <laughs> Yeah 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 Tall white people Just scare us <laughs> Right That's yeah. why Persingas First time I met him I was like whoa <laughs> Yeah like if
0: Bramwell Ever shows up on a boat I'm
2: running <laughs> I'm giving my passport yeah. Straight away Cause I know what happened The last I'm time i meant to be here <laughs> Please but
0: Last time tall white people Showed up in boats
2: <laughs> But I think that's uh, But back to your point I think that's It's a good Contrast with me and him Like when you yeah. would do Like Fox and stuff I was doing I did a show for Telemundo Last year So we're very different In that, sir But we kind of end up In the same spot
1: So the, I think the presumption I had about uh, about him Was like Oh, he's just like uh, you know Covers American soccer j- Typical kind of Journalist guy You know it, it, uh, Under the radar But and then Started getting to know him, I'm like He's not under the radar at all He's wildly critical So are you And you, and like To the point where I'm like Yo someone's gonna get mad At you guys Yo yeah. y'all need to chill a little Yo, bit Don't y'all want press passes You know what?
2: normally Like in terms of me Like I don't care Like yeah. I'll say whatever But gr- Like you said To your point Grant like Really Has his heart out there Cause listen The thing is Is like he's so passionate about this sport because he truly wants it to grow like so many of us yeah. so when he's critical he's honestly even when even if he feels he's like Making a mistake from another point of view, whatever. He's always talking because at the end of the day, he just wants to help this the sport grow, and that's what we're all trying to do at the end of the day. Which yeah. is very different. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Which is very the way very you different. do it is very different. Yeah. I mean, similar yeah. to us, we're we're very different. But though, I think the one thing that brings us together is we want the content to be funny, we want it to be entertaining, and we both have different ways of being funny. And You guys gel. Yeah, and we gel very much, strong. whether he it. likes it or not. <laughs> uh, we gel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't put gel on me. Chrissy bro. was. Like, <laughs> I'm like doing his hair. I'm <laughs> we gel, bro. No, no.
2: Chrissy was like, yeah, we. Out. Yeah, yeah, I guess, if that's what you call it. He's like
0: texting. Yeah, yeah he's like, please get me out of here. Uh, what if, when when, you look at the content that you guys are putting out, uh, what is it that you sort of hope for when you're putting out? Because we know when we put out our content, we're like, oh, we want to be funny. When it's SI Now or when it's Planet uh, Football, what is it that you guys are hoping people get out of it?
2: I can't really speak for Grant, but for me, it goes back to the first thing that we talked about. Yeah. I, just, I just want to help people understand the sport from a different perspective. Like if we talk about Orlando city, like I want them to know that they have the most underrated goalkeeper in the world in Pedro Galese. Like I want them to know that if inter Miami, I want them to know about the Latino and Caribbean background from that. If we talk about yeah. um, LAFC, I want them to know that it, you know, this team and this club succeeds because from a, direct, aggressive approach with the Mexican-American community in LA. Like, like I always want them to see it from a different angle. That's always been my aim. Always, always. And also, I can't help it just because I was an actor for so long. Like, I'm always trying to just empathize and just try and see the human aspect. So I may, like, that's why my things are less analytical and more aiming towards the emotional and the personal and it you know you need both right but that's always what i'm 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 aiming towards and
1: that's how you cover you i mean you cover a lot of leagues and and, uh is there anything like at least for at least for us we feel like we we uh, highlight american soccer Mm. a lot because we feel like it's the it's the it's the medicine nobody wants to take but it's good for you right (laughs) (laughs) You need this, right? But La like, Viva Perú. Yeah.
2: Every Latino, by the way, if you ever get hurt by anything, your grandma will be like, oh, toma Viva Perú." Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is
0: Which is legitimately Vic's favor up shoved yeah. into one Latinoism. Yeah, what Viva Perú. We
2: just say Viva Perú. <laughs> like yeah. I, go, I got, I hit by a car. Viva Perú to yeah. <laughs> <out> the <laptop. laughs> is,
1: is there any uh, league you uh, appreciate covering more, or you feel like is it's more valuable to an American audience to, that that you know they should learn more about this? I mean, you know? that's a really good question.
2: Obviously, I think that it's always, no matter how you think about or what you think about it, Liga MX and MLS are two leagues that should always, if you are a soccer fan in America, you need to really try and help understand, represent, celebrate. Now, I left Peru when I was 11 and I spent the majority of my life, at least in the middle of it, in England. So the Premier League is always going to be very close to me. Yeah. Uh, if you follow me, you know that I'm a lifelong Aston Villa mm-hmm. fan, and like, so Premier League's always going to be uh, close. What's up with your boy Pepper
1: now? I know. The other day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> don't even. <don't. laughs> right. nice. will turn this whole thing into yeah, yeah. Like an Aston Villa thing. Turn it into a little yeah, sprint yeah. contest yeah. There. <laughs> but I there. But the other thing is, that I think that American soccer fans, and by that I mean every color, every race, whatever, should really like sometimes sit back and be like, Man, we are so lucky that we can have access to so many games. The fact, like the Premier League, the way that it's covered here, NBC and Telemundo do a tremendous job. And the same thing with the Bundesliga and Fox and Fox Deportes, Univision. We're so lucky with that. So I think to answer your question, it's not so much about one league, but just appreciate the fact that whatever you
0: want to choose, like, you got it. Because that doesn't happen everywhere. No, like if you maybe use FUBO. Uh you could have watched you could have watched soccer essentially from 7 a.m. to like 2 a.m. Man, you did that. Straight. So well.
2: That segue was so good. You're gonna get your bonuses right here. Oh, there's bonuses?
0: <laughs> oh. I just got you in trouble. No, you didn't. You just got them in trouble. No, I, got I, want more in trouble.
2: I know we won't in out unless we get some. In bonus. fact, let's take a break so I can find out about these bonuses. We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Did you know I was the vice president of the modeling club in high school?
1: Okay, let's break this down because, this one, first of all, this seems like a lie,
0: okay? Yeah, 100% true. I will bring in my, my, what, my yearbook. Okay,
1: what were you modeling exactly? What is day-to-day? Day-to-day, what is... What is a meeting like uh, For the uh, the modeling club Me And a
0: bunch of hot ladies Okay, okay. <laughs> And uh, it was me And like two other boys and we were suggested That we join the modeling club Because if they didn't Have enough numbers They wouldn't be able To do their show Got so it. the girls were like Yo it would be great If you joined. I was like alright Let's do this It was just me And a bunch of dope chicks Yo this is amazing And then all of a sudden They're like Who wants to run For vice president I was like Yeah I'll do that <laughs> <laughs> And I won I won the election Okay yeah. you, By like a landslide First election I won <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't even try To like finagle My way to the top Okay And uh, so the as your Here's you my favorite these... part Hold on okay. You know what the responsibilities are The vice president of the modeling club What Not a goddamn thing <laughs> And honestly I've never been more (laughs) More, more appropriately positioned for something in my entire life. Okay, and then you 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 bought a bunch of clothes and you did a whole fashion show, and that's when a a bunch of cops. My friend was looking for his special shoes that he was gonna wear with his suit in a in a in his car, and the cops, a bunch of undercover cops, like. they thought we were Dealing drugs And they looked Through the whole thing And my fat ass Had to explain to this cop No no sir I'm a model I almost got shot I almost got beat And shot Cause I said No officer I'm a model And thank god I had the tickets To the model show And the cop was so angry He's like Hey, yo, Johnson, get over here. You'll never believe it. These these kids are models. Yeah. And they're like, even the fat one? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he's the vice president.
1: <laughs> yes, because I'm sure he was just, he was just like, you You know that lying to an officer is a felony, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Impersonating a model might be a felony.
0: <laughs> I just love that there were real drug dealers like a block away, like, get out of here. There's cops here. And they drove off with whatever it was these guys. I mean, I'm talking about like eight, nine caprices.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was Man, wild Dogs it's, everywhere it's, a, it's just incredible You can't even be uh, You know An honest model <laughs> In know? Newark, New Jersey you're- Without somebody <laughs> thinking That you're a criminal
0: How <laughs> dangerous is it To
1: be a model In a city
0: like Newark Let me tell you I almost died For the for the love of it You know It was the art. <laughs> Okay, That's the clip you play? When we have uh,
2: I have a few things to say. About. That went from Zoolander to Miami Vice real quick. Again, Newark, New Jersey, baby. Yeah. My, my
0: favorite part is that they just gave you VP. Who was president? Oh, it was a, a girl who had already been voted, but nobody wanted to be vice president.
1: When you don't do nothing, it was perfect. Wow, what, a, what a winning ticket. Yeah. You
0: should have seen it at the fashion show where they were like, ladies and gentlemen, the vice president of the Alexis Guerrero, and everyone expected a very, Tall blonde <laughs> tell me, Tell me you gave your blue steel too, Oh buddy. You're I like- walked in. I have my a, the biggest Anichi shirt you can yeah, find. I embarrassed Luis, myself did, and my family. You did that acting,
1: that. did you do any modeling as well?
2: I I have a similar story to it which was just as embarrassing. I didn't get VP or anything like that, okay. but it was in college and we had like a fashion show for charity or whatever and they were just like, "Man, we got every race but we knew like <laughs>
0: Yeah, there and I is. was
2: like, Yeah, okay, you're just like eating, and they're like, Huh? I was, like, no, I was putting bib up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> amazing. All right, so let's get back to uh soccer and uh, you know, less yes, uh, please let's get uh, back l- to a soccer. a little less sartorial. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have interviewed uh a lot of players. Uh, you know, the 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 luxury of working with Sports Illustrated is that you know. People answer your, answer your calls, uh, you know. In like a way what, they didn't for Again. <laughs> well,
2: sometimes I have to pretend my name's Grant Wall. Hello, I'm Grant Wall. I hey, man, whatever, <laughs>
1: whatever it takes, you know.
0: <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. What's up is Grant Wall
1: yeah, just, for Cooligan. <laughs> we don't believe you. You look like the VP of a <laughs> modeling club. <Yeah>. I'm beautiful. <laughs> uh, are there any uh, players that have, have stood out, interviews that, uh, or players that you've met that you're like, I cannot believe I'm even uh, doing this right now? I know a couple. I, recently you had uh, interviewed uh, Philip Coutinho. Yeah. Uh, uh, from, from Bayern Munich uh, is there any others that kind of uh, stand out that were really memorable or, or players that whose personality you were absolutely stunned by
2: um, I would say I mean every player like the good thing like about me sometimes is that like not, at the very beginning I'm sure how you guys do it in your show like I get them to come out of their shell mm-hmm. you perceive yeah. something and then suddenly they, they they become something else so Coutinho was a, a great one super nice and optimistic positive guy every answer which is given with a big smile uh, from a soccer Perspective, just pure conversation. Yeah, Sergio Busquets was to me just just wonderful. Spent a whole day with him, and he was just coming off training, and he was just talking about. The craft of Barcelona, historically, you know, and at the very end, you know, uh, you know, I told by the way, into Miami might have a team. So you know, and he's like, yeah, I, I might move there. Heard okay. yeah, yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But th- he was, he was from a soccer perspective, um, he was great. Edison Flores, to me, was another one just because, just we were just talking like we were friends, just you know, two Peruvians just kicking it. Uh, but again, going back to the point about you know, female players, they're just the most fun. I mean, and they're so, they're so on it. They're so yeah. on their game. Um, I mean, she's no longer playing anymore, but Leslie Osborne, to me, is always going to be somebody that's just so great. But also Alex Morgan was super good on our show. Mm-hmm. She just knew exactly what she wanted to say and how to say it. So th- those are some. I think that if there's one person that I think people need to understand just how funny this person is, is Jonathan Dos Santos. People need okay, to know That he's, really? he's very funny Didn't expect that Yeah he's very very funny It's just that Going back to our point About sometimes You're molded into Saying one way or another yeah, Right He is a really funny guy And if you just Kick it wow. with him In Spanish And just like whatever Yeah like, It'll just be hilarious and, it,
1: and that clearly helps too Especially I mean As comedians We're, we're always trying to find Like uh, connect on on humor Right with, yeah. uh, with soccer players And we talk to a lot Of soccer players And we just say Have you ever met a comedian They're like no no, I've never met one. No. You know? like talking Why Why would they be allowed in the same room? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So uh, when you are uh, connecting with uh, a player for an interview, are you, is it a balance between geeking out about like soccer specific things or, uh, and also like them on a personal level? Uh, are, You know, because I obviously talking to a player like Sergio Busquets, you want to like, how do you... You're like a mastermind of the game. And like, uh, uh, how, do you pick their brain in that particular way?
2: And also because you have a certain time, right? You can't, you have to be very smart about the time. Yeah. And that is the biggest obstacle that I personally have had with SI, where I've come, I come from a, a place like you, like I want to bring the humor out. I want to empathize with the person, but I have a really good uh, editor uh, and an avid creditor who really helps me like, just be like you know, let's focus on what the story needs to be about. Yeah. And then you can like, so it can be harder when you're not face to face or whatever, but Sergio Bush gets, so what this is a tip for any, any writer or reporter. What I do is at the very beginning, before I even start talking about whatever, because one of the biggest problems with Journalists and reporters is that they want to get straight into the store. They
0: got to write the business. You got to yeah. humanize,
2: you mm. got to make them feel Foreplay, comfortable. so to
0: speak. Absolutely. Yeah, get in there, Just swim around a little bit, test the water. <laughs> Una chilita, yeah, so yeah. Fine. Let the candle burn just a little bit. Put some know?
2: Miguel in the background. <laughs> You're good to go. And then it might take you another way. I don't know. Yeah. But that's what I like to do. So I, I start with a joke or some, or even just talk about them from a personal basis. Like if they Edison Flores, for example, luckily we spend the whole afternoon with him and how he feels. But I wanted him to feel comfortable because also a lot of the players that I talk to, 99% are Spanish speakers. So, right. you know, they might be surrounded by non-Spanish speakers. So I want them to feel comfortable. And usually what I do is um, I just talk about, you know, if they had just moved there, like, how was the move and everything. So it just helps them settle a little bit.
1: Still here with Luis Miguel Echagaray of Sports Illustrated. We're like the new Menudo. (laughs) Okay. Menudo. 2.0 2.0, yeah, yeah. or maybe 8.0. Yeah, at this point, yeah. <laughs> uh, I follow you on uh, on Twitter, and uh, and I know you're an Aston Villa fan. You had mentioned before. Uh, I think it was like every time I f- see Aston Villa fans, I'm like, why, why? How did that happen? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> happen, Right? And I, we everywhere, baby. <laughs> so um, it is. Uh, so it's it's interesting to uh, like f- know why. But obviously, uh, you live there. Um, what I, I watched uh, Villa since they made it back into the uh, into the Premier League. Uh, How are your feelings uh, about the team now? Because obviously they're uh, battling, possibly getting relegated again. Uh, Aston Villa... To my knowledge, I, I'm not a huge, uh, you know, I'm not a Villa historian, but a legendary club was, uh, you know, on in the Premier League for a long time, plenty of years, always uh, pretty successful. Uh, how do you, how you how are you feeling about their uh, season so far? Cristiano,
2: let me educate you deep on It's <laughs>
1: the
0: first English team to win a European competition, Absolutely.
1: right? Absolutely.
2: There's yeah. only one of many English clubs that have won the Champions League, a.k.a. the European Cup, and Aston yeah. Villa is one of them. Man City never did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arsenal never did that. Okay. Okay. I mean, Villa did that. Everton also <laughs> didn't do <you laughs> that. Throw him under the bus. I will also remind
1: everybody Everton definitely did not do that. <laughs> what happened this past weekend, though, man? Yeah, oh, no. boy. No,
2: listen. Um, I mean, we have to be realistic. Uh, this, is, this is hard right now. Even in a situation right now where I see it's eight teams fighting for relegations, what I've been saying at SI for a while. And you can see it. I mean, all the way from even, uh, I don't think Everton's in it, but you can see it. If you're in the 30s right now, you're fighting for it. The problem with Villa is that. It, we had to get rid of about 60% of our squad going into the Premier League yeah. this season. And so we had to spend a lot. So it's been a lot about gelling a new team that also accustoms itself to the Premier League. And we also lost... Two key components, Tom Heaton, one of the best goalkeepers in England got injured, John McGinn, super John McGinn, Scottish midfielder, he got hurt. So it's been tough. I, I, I still don't say never say never because we still have a game in hand. And if we win that, we're out of it. Mm-hmm. But the way that we're playing, especially after what we saw against Leicester City, I know that... Um, you know, there's still a few games to be played, but I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic.
0: Right. What's the reaction going to be to the, such a big loss? That's a, that's you want to see how they react. Yeah. That's what you want yeah. to see. Yeah,
1: and the uh, as an uh,
0: Arsenal fan, we haven't lost since uh, I, I, Arteta. So
1: everybody's a freaking Arsenal fan. Since, <laughs> I'm I a fan. I, I am very much a fan of uh, Jack Grealish. Uh, he is super Jack, incredibly impressive, and the most popular haircut in England right <laughs> yeah. now. Right? I mean, he's got some flowing hair. Yeah. Have
0: you seen his calf muscles? Also, the shorts are wild tight. This
1: guy knows what he's nah, doing. No, you need
2: to see these calf <laughs> yeah. muscles, man. It's okay. like Adamatron in each one. Yeah,
1: okay. i jeez. Oh, <laughs> just a thick old calf. I know. Uh, T-H-I-C-C. Yeah. But, but. My wife gets
2: a little too nervous when I talk about Jag Grealish calf muscles, like, just
0: out of nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey,
1: but it seems like he is a player uh, that are, is always spoken about like he's going to be leaving very soon. Is, is, he's uh, the biggest... Chip, you have right now, for sure. Yeah, listen, I mean,
2: I could go on and on, and any Villa fan could go on and about Jack Grealish. He's been there since I was a kid. He's he's Villa through and through. So we're very proud of him just because he's an academy product. But he's very special. Like, if you watch him play, not many players can do what he does. He, like, has the ball stuck to his feet. He waits for people to come to him. He gives you something in a squad that no many others do. And I have to say that... I mean, definitely if we get relegated, he's gone. Just from a financial perspective, sure, sure. Yeah. we have to sell him. Uh but I, I have no doubt that he will play for England at one point, and I just want to see the kid do well because he's only 24, and he's he's still in the He was in the same team that Gorda has relegated last time. That's how long he's been playing. Right. So it's amazing. He hasn't even reached his peak. So you know we have to be realistic as Villa fans that it, definitely, if we get relegated, we have to sell
1: him. Wasn't he the one that got um, in the championship? Got like attacked by he a got fan? punched. He got punched.
2: In fact. It was just over a year ago that exactly when that happened he yeah, got yeah. punched and then scores the winner yeah. <laughs> and against against our better rivals Birmingham City, Birmingham City. Right, so, all right,
1: cool a lot of history Super jack <laughs> yeah you got Peru behind you, baby yeah. all right, we did it again I mean we're amazing at this, at this point. <laughs> amazing yeah, <laughs> this trio unstoppable <laughs> amazing <laughs> that's right uh, the um, only thing that
0: could stop us is an
1: early call time on <laughs> <laughs> pizza yeah, yeah, yeah that'll certainly stop me and my friends <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Luis, thank you again for joining us. We really, really appreciate Absolute it. Absolute honor, man. No,
2: I appreciate you guys. And like I said before, what you guys are doing is amazing. And I'm just championing you and cheerleading for you all the way.
0: Great. We're doing the same for you, man.
1: Okay. It's very, very sweet. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry on television. <laughs> uh-huh. He's the dad I never had, even though I think he's in your youngest.
2: <laughs> no, porque yo uh, yeah. <laughs> like so hey, no te voy a nada. Hey, just like my dad. <laughs> Please don't do that.
1: <laughs> so make sure you follow us at Soccer Cool again. Make sure you follow football Sports. Subscribe to the YouTube channels if you you'd like to watch clips and full episodes. Planet Football Podcast, leave a five-star
0: review on our show, not his. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, so, for Luis Miguel Echegaray, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero, so together, what are we?
0: The, the Crueligans!